All right, welcome in. Better's last in. Coach is back. Chris is back. Matt here. Show 39 as we prepare for the Kentucky Derby. We got uh, a lot coming up today. We're going to talk NHL, NBA playoffs. We got Sam in the last block of the show. Going to uh, talk about some MLB with him. He's big into the NBA. And then obviously racing is where he makes his money. Uh, Recapping last week's BLS, we had a good week. We were up 15.6 units as a group. So it was a, uh, a strong week. For for the group overall, coach, you didn't have any plays last week, I so did you, you did not uh, lose, you did not win. So sometimes well, my, that's good. My well, last two weeks have been off. Chris, yeah, you, the, but you're Five. only down point point four yeah, units but... last week. So two and one in the XFL, one and two in the NBA, and one and one. In you can the only NHL. stay down so long. So right, I'll be back. You're resilient, so yep. you're going to get up off the mat. Uh, Sam was actually down last week too. Had some bad luck. Larson getting wrecked early in the race did not help his cause. He had Denny Hamlin. Plus 190 for a top five. So that was a good one. And then I had a ridiculously good week, which will never happen again. I was up 18.1 units. Had Truex in the race, 4-1 and one in soccer, 9-2 and two in Australian rules football. So strong week for, for the group overall. Hopefully people were tailing those plays. Checking them out on Twitter, Instagram. Be sure and do that at the Pine Room Podcast, and then our Better's Last Stand Twitter as well. What's, what's is Australian up? rules football that easy to bet? No. <laughs> I, I, well, nine I, and I've two, had two good weeks in a row, but yeah. I, but as the season starts to go along, it's just like anything else. You start to identify uh, strengths and weaknesses of teams. Now you're starting to get injuries. I wish mounting, so. I wish that was on uh, like on a Sunday morning about ten because a lot of times I'll be up it's and then I'll have uh, I, I put on soccer a lot of times. Right. Just for background noise, not keeping on it, and I, I and I've always yeah, a little, uh, kind ten, of enjoyed. Uh, Ten's a little late because that's putting it like a game after midnight and <laughs> there at their time. So, well, they should do it for me. <laughs> for you, yeah. yeah. I but wish they won't. I wish we were in a, the, anyway. the different hemisphere as right. well, so we could have those at, at more of a prime time. Mm-hmm. There's a long fly ball to the warning track. Astros and Giants, three two Giants. Manchester City leading West Ham one nothing. Lots of day baseball. I think the, the Mets, was that a final score, Coach? They oh, lost yeah. game oh, one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So Boston they, got two in the – Tigers, uh, you mean? Or, I'm sorry, Detroit, Tigers yeah. got two in the, two in the yeah. eighth. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Coach, now, when yeah. he asked you that, if somebody was – if this was live on the radio, they would know right away that you bet them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. sure they did. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. like you're, you're just disgusted. I, I, listen, he I wasn't had, just giving information. No, he was, had no, a twist of no, his own fate right. in it. Yeah. I had a huge week, best week I've had in a long, long time last week. And now, already, I'm I'm feeling the effects of uh, it because can, I'm in slaughter. Well, can I ask you a question? What? You know that that's all going to... Why? Take a few days off. Would you just be happy? They can... Yeah, Unbelievable. Just, Giants just hit a home run. Or you just don't do that? No, you can't do that. And, okay. And then, I, and then it's one thing or the other. You, st- you get down early, and then you start to panic and... You know, I I played too many favorites today. That's my problem. I played too many favorites, and they're they're not gonna they're gonna. And that was, so I hammered the Mets in the game two of the doubleheader. Now, can they lose a doubleheader to the lowly Tigers? Well, know. Max Scherzer's back, but he yeah, hasn't been very that good. Doesn't, that doesn't. But mean the Tigers are fucking brutal. Yeah, well, they are. They are bad, but. but yeah, baseball's fun. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> it turns around. We're gonna talk about baseball, as I said, in the third. Segment of the show with Sam, get his thoughts on the battle in Buckos and all, all that good stuff. But uh, anyway, we we did well last week. Hopefully, we can keep it rolling. We're going to talk uh, NFL. Uh, we're going to wrap up just real quick. I want to get Chris's thoughts, final thoughts on the 
NFL draft and uh, some of these picks. And uh, then we're going to talk hockey playoffs. We've got the XFL championship this week. We've got USFL in the week four. We've got Wells Fargo finally a decent field in golf for the first time in a few weeks. Uh, and then Kentucky Derby in the middle of the show. We're going to talk uh, exclusively about that. Hopefully we can find some winners for people out there, uh, I got a few horses that I like, and then uh, finish up in the show, as I said, with baseball, NBA, and the two circuits of racing that are in action this week. We got the Grand Prix in Miami of the Formula One, which is really cool, and NASCAR is in Kansas, which is not so cool. But, no, uh, it's not. Nah, actually, it, they've got that track. This new car's done better on that track. It's been a little more exciting, so hopefully it will be. Yeah, I uh, saw a lot of NASCAR uh, 18-wheelers heading that way yesterday on the internet. Oh, yeah? Because yeah. Yeah. Well, that race was on Beautiful. Monday, right? Beautiful Kansas. Yeah, so, was, yeah, so they would have yep. had to pull out right after the race. Makes for a short week, but at least they don't have to go to, like, the California yeah. or something. So that's a good thing. Uh all right, so uh, Chris, thoughts? Uh, NFL draft. I know everybody's sick of talking about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, Bijan Robinson's the favorite to win Rookie of the Year, three to one. Do you guys have any opinion on that? Do you think he's that's a worthy favorite? Or uh, where the hell would he go again? Atlanta, I think Atlanta, Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. And then you got Bryce Young, second choice. Uh, Nick Jigba, uh, this, the third choice, and Stroud at seven to one is the fourth choice. Yeah. And that's hard to say. I mean. <laughs> I was looking at the, that draft, and, and it's funny. We joked before about how they put letter grades on these things. Yeah. And, and and the lowest grade, I went through all the teams. The lowest grade anybody got was a C, and the highest grade anybody got was an A-. minus. And I Who know, got the C? Well, the Cowboys got a C plus. Uh, New England did too, and the Falcons got a C. I never saw a C on all the ones I. Most saw of the ones too. I saw are A's and B's. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> well, Mark, did you did you watch any of, of the draft? No, not one second. Okay, well, and and it's funny because I think we were I was talking to Matt about it. Every pick that they that is made, the analyst. He's a great player. There's the guy has very few weaknesses. It's a great pick, <laughs> perfect fit, uh, right? And everybody in the war room is high five and hugging, yeah, fist bumps. It, it 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 was almost like it's weird. It, 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 it really, I mean, it's troubling actually it, it, it's for sure. So, but, I, but that's our society though. We we congratulate people for doing their job. Yeah, like, let's start but, hugging and celebrating because we made I mean, a pick. Every single one. I mean, Mel, Mel Kiper did good this year. He got one pick right. One he, fucking pick. Did he? One. The first pick, I was it. It's the only one he got right in his any of his. Who did he have drafts. one second? Um, must have been Stroud defensive. No, it was a defensive player. Well, it was either Anderson or Carter. Yeah. He's he's a buffoon. Yeah. And, then, and then everybody <laughs> yes. can't wait. Hey, let's check out Mel's big board for twenty four. Why would yeah. anyone care? He's right, never, exactly. He's not right. Well, you might as well have George could have got one right. Yeah. Mr. Kettlewell. He would have, and, and, let's and, go to and, George's. I mean, it's just it's just absurd how they, they grade these guys. And, and and I don't know if it's based on what they need or they do the best player available. But, you know, obviously you don't know any of this, how that's going to turn out for two, three years. But they, they did a thing on the 2020 draft, uh, and they were reviewing it. And they, about eight of the guys out of the 32 are actually – Really like productive players. players yeah. There's about eight that are okay, and the rest, and, and then two two guys. One of them was Henry Ruggs, and somebody else had off field issues. Yeah. Uh, so it, it's a crap probably shot. one of the guys for the Raiders. Well, we talked uh, wielding we, handguns. Yeah, we talked on our, we talked on our show um, yesterday, which would be Tuesday. Um, they shouldn't grade the the draft. Now, no. they should mm. be grading the 2020, like the 2020 draft now. Go through every team and now give them a grade on how they did. Yeah. 
Because I, I, how do you know? I mean, yeah. I, you never know. Like Henry Ruggs. Yeah. Who knows about any of these guys? Grade them in two years and see where they are. See how they how they're uh, fitting in with the team. Where they are. What can, what their statistics are. Uh, can they? Are they clutch players? Because everything's just speculation now. And it just based it's based on on uh, their their uh, measurables with with that well, stupid the, combine and then, combine right. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm sure that that's obviously very important. They have to be extremely athletic, but there's a lot of other intangibles that I I don't think are figured in in the whole thing. No. And after two or three years, then you know how that draft. And like you just said, how many of those guys are are still really playing well that were in the twenty well, then, twenty draft? Right. And then if you grade them three years later, you just wonder how many uh, all those organizations. How many uh, changes there would have already been in their front office? Guys oh, getting yeah. fired yeah. over stupid yeah. ass right. picks. A lot of guys are be fired. So I just don't. I, I don't put much stock in it. Yep. All right. Well, that's enough of that crap. Right. Let's uh, move along. Uh, Chris, uh, NHL. NHL playoffs uh, got got cranked back up second round uh, the other day. So um, what observations so far? Uh, I know you're very so happy about happy about the Rangers getting beat. Well, I, I bet you were. That but you're was... more happy about Toronto and uh, the Oilers winning. Those are your. You oh yeah, that. yeah. I think they, there's a conspiracy they, for them to be in the finals, but uh, who the Leafs? The Oilers in. Oh, it's been 30 years yeah, since they since Canada's won it. They'll try to match them up in there. Yeah, but I, I, Toronto might be in trouble in that series after that. Yeah, I, I'm still picking them to win. I'm still picking them to win in seven. But both I'm, road teams won, didn't they? Yeah, yeah road teams. Yeah. Road teams have been very strong they in the playoffs. Have. They they two and zero again last night, and uh, right, both teams to score in the first period knows now thirty nine and thirteen. That's pretty strong too throughout the playoffs. So what 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 is it? What, what? both teams to score in the first oh, period know thirty nine and thirteen. So really well, good, it, good it's uh, it's hard not to be impressed with the Devils. Yeah, they're, what they, they, they're not I mean, really they ready fast. to. Be, they're not really ready to do this yet. Well, they, no. they fell behind two zero to the Rangers too. Yeah, mm-hmm. badly. They were really like un, to, unimpressive. Outscored like ten to two. It wasn't like they played well and they got beat two close games. No, they got slacked by. Yeah, the and then, did they lose the first two games at home? Yeah. Yes, and then they won the, the next, next three. Two, ne- next, yeah, the next three, well, next and then the yeah two at home, and then they went back to New York one, and they lost game six or five six in in Washington in New York, and then won game seven. But yeah, I think the, they've so far they've been really, really entertaining. Yeah, they the have. Devils. I mean, just in general, the I, Devils. I, well, the Devils. Yeah, yes, I, and, I think. Uh, well, yeah, the Devils. And and soon they, they went to that goalie Schmid. Yeah, yeah. And, and man, he twenty two years he, old. He has been. Where did he come from? I don't know where he came it's from. Their system. I mean, he shut him out. He, sh- he threw a shutout the uh, the last game. Right? They won yeah, four nothing. Four nothing. Well, he had the glove stuff. hand working. Man, yeah. he he looked he, great. I, I like them. I still like them to win that that series. I think that's gonna be a that'll be series, that'll so. be a good series. Carolina will be able to match them a little bit. Speed. They're a lot more tough than the Rangers. So the you know this will be a test. Jersey gets punched in the face a few times. Uh, what that'll be like, uh, but yeah, good series. I expect that to go at least six games. Uh, Edmonton and the Golden Knights get it going tonight, and uh, and then we just mentioned the Devils and Hurricanes. Is that, is that the only game tonight? No, there's no, two, two games. games: Devils and Hurricanes and, and uh, okay, Devils, Vegas okay. and Golden. I'm I'm I'm, Vegas going, and I'm going against your Oilers, Chris. I'm taking the Golden Knights in in six. I, yeah, if they can just stay off to power, keep Edmonton mm. off the power play, they'll probably win. But uh, Vegas uh, surprised me. They played really good against the Jets, who I liked a lot in that series. And uh, that was a very good performance. Hopefully they can keep it going. They have home ice, but that hasn't mattered much. And then last night, as Chris said, home ice again doesn't matter. Mm. Florida wins at Toronto. Seattle 
<laughs> incredibly <laughs> comes and beats Dallas. Dallas gives wow. up four in the first period. Yeah. Uh, which Jake Ottinger, who's been the best goalie in the playoffs, is, is uh, gets lit up. But uh, I, I still think that'll be a long series too. I expect I expect a couple of game sevens, at least two, maybe three. In the in these, these are so evenly matched, and the values on the dogs right now. The values definitely on the dogs, and I tell you, it's been given given out unders in these games have been tough because even yes. the good unders have turned into overs as our mm. our bad beat of the week was a. You think you have Bruins and under? Oh yeah, three I saw two. that earlier. Yeah. Three to two with a minute to go in the game. You got the best team in hockey. Can they not lock it down for one minute? No, they can't. So you you look like you're going to cash a Bruins and under on Sunday night, and it turns into a Florida Panthers and over. So, got uh, I would say I really thought that the uh, Kraken and uh, uh, Stars series was going to be an under series, mm. but so far it didn't. It was nine goals last night, yeah. and then uh, you had uh, what? Six in the uh, Toronto game. Well, I had, I had that game over the total, and it started out really slow, right? And then, uh, and then it went to two to two, and then three to two early. Yeah, and you just and when you're getting I, that, six, do you have six and a half? Yeah, and so I, you're just begging for that third goal. Was to that tie so you can just five, get the two, teams final four, four two. two four two. Okay. Yeah, four, two. if you can just get that to three three, right, you're, 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 you're golden, and that's right. The that's nice what thing I, about it. I but, thought the Leafs would score again. Yeah, really no, did. they 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 didn't. I I did too. I I gotta say, it's Chris, your your buddy Bob Brofsky's had a yeah, resurgence. He really has He's played I mean, a couple of good games in a row. Beats Boston, beats Toronto, <laughs> both on the road, both uh, improbable victories for the Panthers. So what are you guys? What are you guys playing? I'm taking Vegas in six in that in that series. I'd go just the opposite of that. I take I'm Vegas. Gonna take Edmonton. I take in Vegas six. in six. I take New Jersey. I'm taking I, New Jersey in seven. <sighs> I take Jersey in six, right. and then what I take. What are you playing there? I actually take. I bet, Wait, which one? Jersey, Carolina. Uh, Jersey in seven. That's what I'm playing. Jersey in seven. And I, I and actually you're taking Jersey in six, Matt. Yes, Jersey in six. I like a lot of these in six. So and, and, I, I, yeah, and, and see, I like Toronto in six. And I like Toronto in seven. See, I like being down one. I, I like Florida. I played. I actually made this bet. Florida in six games. I think they'll. I think Toronto. Blew their load so hard against. Uh, <laughs> you know he's never to, to win play Tampa. Toronto. No, I just don't, I don't I just don't think they're very good. Like I, I'm tired of hearing. I, like to me, Edmonton is far better than they are. Like way better. Like if they played in the series, I, I think Toronto would get embarrassed just because of Edmonton's power play. But uh, no, all right, just, I'm playing yeah. Toronto in seven. Chris, where are you playing there? Toronto in six, coach. And you're playing Matt. You're playing Florida in six. I played Florida in six. Yes. Well, you're up one zero right now. So that's, yeah. Well, that could. Turn and, then I, and I like Dallas. I think that's an evenly matched. I'm uh, playing series. Dallas in seven. Yep. Yeah. Dallas Same in here. seven also. And Houston just got beat. Oh God. Yep. Houston just got beat. So I'm mm-hmm. zero for two on the day. Nice job. Nice job. You Houston. got a lot of games to make it up though, Mark. Good. Right. Because it's easy to do. Yes. Uh, that's the thing. All right. So, uh, NHL has uh, been the, definitely the most exciting playoffs, without question. Yes. And we'll talk NBA when Sam comes on because he's pretty into that. I don't know how his stomach's watching that stuff every night, but uh, glad somebody can do it. Now we're going to focus on the XFL championship oh, yeah. game, Chris. I'm oh, yeah. surprised you're not going to this game out in San Antonio. You've been pretty invested in well, this league. I, I and, had a, a prior obligation. No. <laughs> okay, well, uh, we'll... We'll just have to watch and uh, enjoy this game. It's a Saturday night game, ESPN at 8 o'clock. Arlington and D.C. Uh, D.C. is a team that we talked about a lot. They're kind of they, – we kind of thought they were one of the better teams right. the entire season. So we're not really surprised that they're here. Arlington, a little bit of a surprise. 
not and they're uh, five and six. Yeah, not not were great in the regular season, but uh, played DC really tough in week nine. Lost by two. It was a 10 they lost point, in overtime. Yeah. yeah, ten point spread, and they they easily covered that. Uh, game went over the total of forty three. So uh, what what are you thinking here, Chris? Um, well, I if if Arlington's going to have a chance, I mean, it now's I mean, DC hasn't played all that well the last no, the last three not. games they of the regular season. No. They won by a combined four points. Now they won last day, but that game last week was tied at nine. In the I don't know if it went into the second half, yeah, but it and was then they close kind of pulled away with Seattle. But but Arlington and what what's Arlington is what uh, minus or they're plus six. Yeah, plus six. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still would go with D.C. in this. I think D.C. But wins, I, but I think Arlington covers. So I would play. If you're looking for a money line to put in a parlay, I'm going with D.C. But I think Arlington keeps it uh, better than six, and if he can find six and a half out there. You know what? It is is just crazy how, and you guys see it all the time, that, uh, you know, D.C.'s only loss this year was against Orlando Guardians. Yeah, yeah I remember watching yeah, the game. And Orlando's only win. Yeah, no, and Orlando played really good, and they they were going up and down the field. D.C. I, couldn't <laughs> stop them. I happened to watch probably more of that game than any of the other games because I just happened to have it on, and it was like a seesaw game with tons of scoring. So, so I've, I've enjoyed the XFL. Yeah, it hasn't been the, bad. No. Um, I like the total in the game over, too. I think, uh, I think in like the XFL, I think you'll get – weirder things than in like a, a regular you know nfl game or a college game or maybe teams are a little bit careful i don't think anybody's going to be careful in this game and i could see teams going for crazy three-point tries and all kind of stuff so points could add up in a hurry um i like uh i like arlington to cover the six but i like dc to win the game and i like the over coach any yeah, thoughts? I'm, I'm playing the over okay. i like the over also I think over be, 46 yeah, i and think there's going to be points scored in that game all right so that'll be in san antonio so in neutral field uh probably a little more likely to have Arlington fans there than D.C. I'm, man, I'm not sure man, how you many gotta, people. Chris, you can go right from the Kentucky Derby into the XFL championship game. That's exciting. Oh, yeah, because it went 8 o'clock. Yeah, yeah right Derby's right, at, right, right before used, 7. That used to be an NHL playoff slot when NBC had it. Mm-hmm. It would be right after the Derby, now it's XFL. Pretty, pretty fun weekend this weekend. Yeah, not bad. Yes. Not bad. All right, and then we uh, finish up this segment with uh, the USFL. USFL last week. All four dogs win the games. Not just cover. They freaking win. The uh, New Orleans wins. They were plus six. They went outright. Houston wins. Plus three. They went outright. Pittsburgh wins. Plus six and a half. They went outright. And New Jersey wins. Plus four and a half. They went outright. Overs and unders two and two. So they split out. Uh, Chris, did you watch any of these games over the weekend? A little bit? Anything? None. None? Okay. No. No. I'm sorry. I just. Nah, it's okay. I don't know if you had any, any thoughts. So, all right, no, uh, really well, let's don't. get into this week's games. Houston at Philadelphia. That's the Gamblers at the Stars. Houston minus three. The total forty four and a half. Uh, I like the over in the game here. Uh, I think there'll be some points. Yeah, Philadelphia's defense is really terrible. Mm-hmm. So I'll be uh, I'll be leaning on the uh, over. Which, in this, which game in this are you spot. on? Here? Houston, Houston, and Philadelphia. First game. It's a one o'clock kick on Saturday. Okay. And uh, I'll be leaning towards the over. Any thoughts on that one, Chris? Any any gut feelings? Uh, no. You know what? I'm going to go with Philadelphia. That that city is just so jacked up with. Uh, Football and they're, they're, it's going to carry over from the NFL draft. Everybody's happy, and so yeah. and that makes no sense. But it might who knows? Those it's a football are, town. They're lunatics. But yeah. <laughs> all right, so I, I'll take them giving three. All right, over so you got Philly, and I got over in that one. All right, Memphis mm-hmm. at Michigan. That's a night game on Saturday. It'll be seven thirty, going right up against that big XFL championship mm-hmm. game. Michigan minus six. The total 
43 and a half. Memphis is pretty bad from what I've seen so far. They're 0 3. Um, I'm going to lay the points with, with Michigan, but I don't want to lay more than six. So if it goes any higher than that, I'll be getting off of that. Chris, thoughts? I'm taking the under. Coach, any thoughts on that I'm, one? I'm playing the under also. Okay. In the game. Two unders, under 43 and a half. And then Sunday's action, three o'clock kick. The New Orleans Breakers, who are 3 and 0 at the Two and one New Jersey. What the hell was their name? It says Devils on here, but that's Should definitely it, an error. Weren't they used to be the Generals? Generals. That's okay. the Generals, yeah. All right. The Breakers, minus four, 46 and a half is the total. Um, I'm I'm playing the Generals plus the points at home. That's exactly what I just circled. Okay. Coach? Yep. Okay. Same way. All right. Take the dog in that one. And then Sunday, Birmingham, the Stallions at the Pittsburgh Maulers. Birmingham, two and one defending champions who did not play well last week. Uh, and then the Maulers, who got their first win, and they are one and two in the season. Birmingham minus six, total forty four and a half. Where where are they playing this game? I don't know. I thought they were all playing at Canton. I I didn't look. Well, yeah, but, but definitely it's on Pittsburgh. Uh, not that I know. Okay, but I wouldn't say uh, they're definitely. Getting, they're getting six. I wouldn't say definitely, but yeah, no, I'll be taking the under in this game. Pittsburgh's uh, offense is mm-hmm. it looks like when Duck Hodges play for the Steelers, so. Going to be an underplay for me. Any thoughts from you guys on this on this big showdown? At <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to take uh, the Maulers getting six. Yeah, I'm, I'm I don't gonna, think they're going to win, but I think I'm going to play Birmingham there. Okay. I like Birmingham. Birmingham also. will lay coach will lay the points with Birmingham. Yep. So all right, well that does it for our first segment here of Better's Last Stand. We're going to come back. We're going to dive into actually no, I'm wrong because I'm going to do golf. Sorry, we're going to finish with golf here and then we'll go into Kentucky Derby. So let's talk a little bit about the golf here. We have the uh, Wells Fargo, which is actually a pretty good field. Yeah, it is. Uh, after our last two weeks, the last we have, few weeks have been horrible. Yeah, and, uh, pretty bad. We, we bounced back. Here. Guys are rested up now. Even though Scheffler and Rom are not playing in this, uh, they're not playing in this tournament. You still have a bunch of really good, uh, really good golfers in this tournament. I like. I like this tournament this week. I'm Rory McIlroy, the favorite at seven, plus seven fifty, seven to one, eight to one range. Uh, he's he's bitching and whining like a little baby, like he always does about getting not getting his bonus checks because he's skipping tournaments. Who and was Rory McIlroy? Oh, it's amazing. He criticized all these live guys for saying the exact same thing, and now he's going and doing it. So. He's a hypocrite. I can't stand him. I won't be betting him. I would never right. even want to cash a ticket with him. Uh, I agree. Plus, he's too low of a price anyway. Uh, and so and um, no value. What was that? Why did he? Did he ever find out why he set out? To, he said he had things that he had a reason or something. Oh no, he never gave a real reason. No, he never no, did. Nobody ever nope. knew why he did sit out. Nope. So. so yeah, he skipped it twice, missed out on three million dollars, and uh, he's whining and crying to the Monahan, the president of the PGA. So um, I don't know. Enough of Rory. He's the favorite here. We'll I'm not passing him on him. Um, I'm, I'm I'll definitely. probably fade him actually, because then he's not going to like it when people start asking him questions because he's a little baby. He'll. He, that'll that'll cause him some issues, I think. So, I am definitely not a rule. Um, couple of the other guys uh, that are that are kind of, uh, I guess you would say, favorites here: Patrick Cantlay, Mister Slow Play. I hear <laughs> he got a new caddy now. I hear that there's guys now saying on the tour they don't want to be paired with him. So that's something you got to take into account now. If you see your guy you like paired with him for how slow he's been playing, uh, that could affect them and and you know be <laughs> hurt hurt your the guy that you like if if he's got to wait and maybe the group behind who has some guys that like to play uh, you know at a quicker tempo and they can't tee off because they're waiting on him to finish up. Uh, so that could get ugly. Patrick Cantley is eventually going to get beat up, I think, uh, by yeah. somebody. Yeah. Bryson DeChambeau, or he's going to join Live Golf like, <laughs> yeah. like Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, is it is it that bad that it? I mean, well, it was it, that the, bad at, at the major, the Masters. Right. Kepka was pissed, but that didn't help because of the weather. So 
But uh, mm. yeah, I don't know. They're hopeful that this new caddy maybe will make him play faster, which I don't see happening. Uh, Tony Finau, last week's winner, fourteen to one this week. Uh, he played well. He held off Rom late. Coach, you needed Rom last week, yeah. but uh, Finau finally shut the door. It's funny when we don't have him, he wins. When every time I do bet him, he he's a guy I just can't five. bet. I, yeah. just, I can't find the right side on him. Yeah. All right. So uh, Xander Shoffley, another guy who's uh, fourteen to one. He's a guy that I that I'd like to take a look at. Who are your uh, top go tos here at the Wells Fargo? Um, well, Max Home is a defending champ. Yep. Um, He's I, I, what's Homa going off twenty to one, Brown twenty to one, twenty to one. Okay, he was forty to one last year and won it um, here. Well, it wasn't it wasn't at Quail Hollow no. last year. It was because they had the PGA Championship yes, there. Exactly. Yeah. So I forget where it was, but he's 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 the defending champ of this particular tournament, but right, um, just not at this venue. Yet. Right. A uh, couple guys that I like. Um, uh, been doing some homework on these uh, these guys. Uh, <clears throat> I think JT. He's had a couple weeks off. Yep. Um, I think he'll be rested, ready to go. I like him a little bit. Um, I tell you, God is playing really good right now, and he's a God. He's an awkward looking guy, and he, but he played well last week as the gala. Yeah, so, so yeah. I, I got. I really. I got I, him too. Coach. I really. I really like him. Um, uh, he tied for fifth last week. He's and he's been really, really consistent. I, I really like him. I think. Uh, oh. Sorry, I thought we were getting some inside. Right. I thought we were getting some inside info. But I, I like uh, Sahith Gala. I really like him this week. Um, I like to, him to definitely finish in the top five. That's one of my okay. Uh, one of my better plays of the week. I like him in the top five. A couple guys I like to finish in the top ten. I think Ricky Fowler will finish in the top ten. I don't know what you guys think yeah. about Ricky Fowler. I think he'll finish in top. I like Cam Davis this week also. He's he's one of my better plays. I think he'll I think he'll be in a top ten, and I like um, I like Gary Woodland. I played Woodland last week. He sort of let me down. He had a bad second round, uh, but I like Woodland in the top ten. So those are those are some guys I like, and then I like okay. a couple of matchups. I like. Um, I like Fleetwood. I like Tommy Fleetwood a, a little is he bit. Over, is he with Shane Lowry? He is. Okay. Yeah. I like Fleetwood over Lowry. I got the same goddamn thing. That's yeah. funny. I got hey, him I as like well. Tommy Fleetwood over yep. Lowry. I like Victor Hovland over Jordan mm. Spieth. I think he'll I think he'll uh, I think that'll be a really good matchup, but I think he'll beat Jordan Spieth. And then I like I don't like man, I'm a I'm a Matt Kuchar fan. I really like Matt Kuchar. I like him a lot, but I think Taylor Moore will beat Kucher this week. Those are those are three of my matchup plays this week. I do like you see you mentioned Xander, right, Matt? Yeah. I like Zan, I like Xander too. Yeah. I I think Xander will have a chance of win this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So uh, fourteen to one, I wouldn't want to go much lower than that. No. But uh I'll take a shot with fourteen. I like Hovland too. Here's my second choice at twenty to one. Uh Cameron Young at twenty two to one and then Sam Burns at thirty to one. Those were the guys that I liked. And then a couple longer guys, t- uh, top ten guys, uh Steven Yeager, Emiliano Grillo, uh both you can get those guys at uh I think ten to one to, to finish in the top ten. Uh so that's a pretty good price. Chris, what are you looking at here? I uh I I had Tommy Fleetwood over uh, Shane Lowry. Both of these guys were kind of going in opposite directions. Uh Fleetwood's playing much better. Lowry's only had one top ten ish Top yeah, ten finish this season, so uh, 
Uh, I like Tommy there, and the same with the coach said about Sahith uh, Thagala. I mean, it's his first appearance here at, at Quail Hollow, but uh, if he keeps his, uh, you know, he, sometimes he struggles with uh, driving accuracy, but uh, his game should fit this course well. And he has uh, seven top tens and seventeen starts. So, boy, he's an odd looking guy, man. Jesus, he's geez. I think he's from India. Yeah, and he's a li- yeah. he's he's a Gomez too. Uh, he's Gomez, isn't no. he? No. Is he not a guy? No, he's a he's a no, righty. Oh, okay, he is a no. righty. Yeah, 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 he is. He yeah, is. he's he's been playing really well. Yeah. Uh, this is a long course, so guys long who course. hit it far. What is he fifty to one, man? Yeah, yeah, he's not a bad price on him. Uh, need need some good putting here, but definitely guys who, who pound it in uh, some very long par fours. Yeah, like nine of them that are over four hundred fifty yards. So um, a good course, Quail Hall has always been kind of a challenge. Hopefully, the scores won't be through the roof, which they shouldn't be. It's supposed to be some weather in the forecast, so maybe. Uh, some tough playing conditions, and then watch out if your guys get paired with Patrick Cantlay. Yeah. Just be be careful there. So, uh, just to recap, Coach uh, is on Fleetwood over Lowry, Hovland over Spieth, Taylor Moore over Kucher. Chris doubles up with that Fleetwood over Lowry. Chris loving Thigala, Coach loving Thigala, Coach Ricky Fowler top ten, Gary Woodland top ten, and he likes JT. And uh, that's uh, that's good stuff. Before you end, that, yes, please. How do you how, how do the pairings go? How does that work? What do you like mean? when you talked about getting paired up with Cam. Well, the first two days first you play with days. the same guys. You just oh, it's just a times. draw. It's you just draw. It's a okay, draw. Okay, but then yeah. then on the weekend you just get right. paired by score. Right. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. So you're stuck with him. If you're stuck with Patrick Cantley out of the draw, you're getting him for Thursday and. Friday. Is this like a random draw or something? Like yeah. the first. Okay, I just didn't yeah. know that. All right. Yes, sir. All right, that does it for the first segment of Better's Last Stand. Now we did get to, through everything. We're gonna come back and talk. Kentucky Derby, and then finish off the show with uh, baseball, NBA, and racing with Sam, who will be Skyping in. You're listening to Better's Last Stand. We'll be right back. Reminder, Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back in. Better's Last Stand. Matt, Chris, Coach, with you here on a cold and uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's getting warmer outside, but it's not very good right now, so it feels like winter for a few more hours. Tomorrow it's going to be nice, and it's going to be very nice on Saturday at Churchill Downs in Louisville. Uh, No rain in the forecast. should be nice and warm in the 70s, and we should have a nice, fast racing surface, and uh, the turf should be firm and fast as well and we are ready for the kentucky derby going to go through a few uh few of these guys who we like here and uh just give you some opinions give you some uh thoughts to uh maybe start to put some bets together for yourself so be sure and get over to the racetrack or get your betting app ready to go don't wait till the morning of the of the uh race you better get it get it taken care of uh the earlier the better because you don't want to have any issues with assholes on the morning of the of the race delaying you or uh, kind of throwing you off when you're trying to get your get your picks in? So they drew the post positions on Monday, so we have an idea of who's starting where, and uh, that's a good thing because a lot of your strategy is going to be based on 
where guys are going to start and uh, what posts they're going to break from and uh, which horses are going to be forwardly placed and which ones will sit back and um, and if any of them have issues at the gate, so on and so forth. So just uh, briefly, let's uh, go through the uh, the field here and uh, let's uh, get a little get a little insight on uh, each one of these these horses. So down in the one hole right now, you got Hit Show. So he's uh, he's a son of a Tappet and um, Mr. Prospector is his his uh, brood mare sire. So he's he's got some some good for his distance. He's got some some strong. Uh, accolades for his distance. He's the son of Candy Rod, but as I said, he's got the Tappet and the Mr. Prospector in his uh, bottom half of his pedigree. I don't like him because of his post. His post okay. is number one. Uh, you, you get stuck down there. It's uh, it's not a good spot. Coach. That's what I was going to ask. Okay, so as soon as the, the the hit show sees that they're number one, are their chances? They do they know their chances are. Are are very slim to to win this. Uh, they they know it's a definite disadvantage and it's going to be a hindrance. But Manny Franco is very good out of the gate. He's going to be the jockey so, on hit show. So what he's got to try to do is get needs, to the front early. Well, he needs yes, he's going to need to be breaking with speed, obviously, to try to clear to try to get up up in the into the turn where they're going to get ready to make the turn faster than any of the other horses because you're going to have you're going to have 20 of them out there you're going to have all the ones that are wide trying to just fly over to try to get towards the rail try to save ground and then the problem is it's a chain reaction so if the especially the worst thing that can happen to the to the one spot guy and the two spot is like the 3 and the 4 break to the left towards the inside and then they push down if they would somehow break out a little bit and you can get a little space and get yourself gapped and maybe beat a couple of those uh, horses that are coming from the wide side into the first straightaway, uh, that could help you. But Manny Franco is really going to have to get lucky. This is this is a hard spot. I I tried to win from Larry last year with Mo Donegal, and he had you know the best rider I ride Ortiz on him, and he just he got pinned, and he was flying late, but he just had to he had to use so much energy That's to get I, up the track, get around people, and then be able to finish with a, with a flourish is just really hard because you use you got to be careful. You right. use so much horse to get him where you need him to go that he has nothing left. But uh, and then sometimes you know the horse once he wants to go he's not going to stop he's not going to let up he's going to fight you and then other times the horses just don't want to go I'm not used to going this early I'm not going to go so then you're you're disadvantaged there so hit show is going to have a hard time really uh, being a closer helps him a little bit because he's because he falls back but man he's going to lose so much track position and he's just really going to be but then uh, when you get behind like 12, 13, 14 horses and you get boxed in yeah. back, then it, it's got to be really difficult to to get by those those it horses, is. right? I mean, once you're, once you're trapped or whatever word you use, yeah. boxed in, then trying to get – you might even be strong, but you're trying to get around them. Right. Is that a is that a – yeah, it's a definite. I mean, you're you're basically the jockey has more to navigate in this race than pretty much any other race uh, in in the United States uh, because you have twenty horse field and it'll always pretty much be twenty horses. Maybe you could get down to nineteen here or there if there's a scratch late, but you're 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 having to navigate so many things. And these are young horses too; they're three years old and they're not really that well experienced. A lot of them, so they've never been in situations like this. A lot of them have never had mud kicked in their faces because they've 
been the best horse in the races that they've been in leading up to this. So they're always clear and they're right where they want to be and everything goes perfect right, for them. Right, right, so right. So you just see them at their natural talent and they win. And But now you got to face all these different factors of trying to get him, get him out of, of the, uh, you know, being jammed against the rail or he gets, you know, bumped really hard at the start and you got to worry about that and jockey staying in the stirrups and all kinds of things can go wrong. And yeah, a lot of times when you're out there and you finally get in a clear you know, things the the pass shuts off, or your horse has nothing left. And as you saw last year with Rich Strike, right. you know, he weaved through there late. He he was able to save enough ground. I mean, his jockey did a really good job, but he was a closer, and his jockey didn't have to go over fast because Sonny Leone knew his horse was going to be running late. All he needed to do was get to the rail as fast as he can and as safe as he could, and it wasn't going to affect him at all. So he was drawn outside at post 20. He had the very last post. So he actually was number 22 in the program, but that's because he had two scratches. But uh, he gets over, and and he doesn't have to worry. So if you're a closer, you're, you got a much better shot if you're, if you're outside of probably the first six posts six to eight posts okay if you're out there in the wide side where you're looking at uh lord miles and continuer they're closers they're on the way outside they're 19 and 20 uh Ray's kane is in the 16 hole uh those courses those that are closers they're going to be fine as far as getting their position now whether or not they're good enough to win the race is a whole different story and we'll get to that but hit shows up against it's gonna he's gonna have a hard time well, uh, Matt, yes excuse me yeah please uh <clears throat> So the disadvantage of being in the one slot there against the rail, uh, he's 30 to 1 odds. If he's somewhere else positioned, are his odds much better? Yeah, hit show, hit show. Uh, he's a Brad, he's Brad Cox, so he's really, his, his odds would probably be half of that. He'd probably be 12 okay. to 1. That's a great so, question. Yeah. He would be about half of that. Definitely Jeez, Mike, Battaglia, who, Mike Battaglia, who does the morning line for Churchill, he's been doing it for a long time since the 70s. Yeah, definitely takes that into account. Um, and you, you have to... You have to know that that's that's a problem. You're not. It's a totally with twenty horses. The the one spot. It, it's a it's a definite disadvantage. So I'd say I'd say he'd be probably between twelve and fifteen to one versus. Uh, what do you have him on that page? Twenty, twenty five. This is this is thirty. Thirty. Okay. So yeah. So about half of that. Yeah. I, I'd say then fifteen probably because I originally I saw him at twenty five. But anyway, uh, he's going to get so. pinned. He's going to get pinned down in there unless Manny Franco does a good job, which I'll say Manny Franco is very good out of the gate, so maybe he could and he could surprise somebody. So if Forte, if Forte would have drawn the one, well, the one hole, yeah, would his odds been higher? Yeah, he would have three be, to one. Yeah, he probably. I, I mean, you, they still would have probably made him the favorite because of his natural talent. So he might have been around four to four or five, but it it, it definitely made them have to say, "Well, geez." Uh, I don't know who the post time favorite could could maybe be different than the morning line favorite, which doesn't happen very often. Is that a great uh, spot for Forte? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it wouldn't it shouldn't affect him at all. It should be a nice clear trip. He should be able to be and go wherever he wants to go. Uh, he's not going to be super far behind, I wouldn't think, but he'll be uh, he'll be in the mid pack, probably about about almost center of the track, uh, right behind the the lead pack. So he's. He's a he has a little bit more tactical speed than a lot of these horses, and uh, that's probably why he's favored. As uh, as everyone knows, he's the favorite. He's uh, you know between three four to one. He may be down at two to one by the time the race starts. But with last year's upset of the you know eighty to one level horse, people are going to be betting these underdogs and wanting them to win. That's that's not that doesn't happen very often. So you got to be got to be conscious of that. You don't want to just blindly bet these. Uh, these underdog horses because you, you saw it happen last year as uh, let's see 10 of the last uh, 23 horses have been in, in the Kentucky Derby 10 of the last 23 winners 
have been favorites. So you've had 10 favorites out of 23. Uh, and then the favorites the last five years, Epicenter last year finished second. Central Quality finished third. Tis the Law finished second. Improbable was fourth. And Justify was first. So all the, all the uh, post-time favorites um, have run in the top four. So they've all been in the Superfecta in the last five years. So keep that in mind when you're building your tickets. Um, I'm going to be against Forte, but I'm probably going to still have to use him in some of my underneath stuff. So just to kind of save yourself and you don't want to get burned uh, by leaving off a horse that's that talented because he is a very talented horse. I think he's kind of plateaued, so I think that's a good chance to try to beat him. But uh, he's he's definitely a, a formidable favorite and is pretty good. So when we're looking at this, uh, as you're watching the race, uh, what do you uh, you you break it down into uh, qu- quarters? Ter- what, how do you break your time down during the race? Like you're- yeah, so they'll, they'll say you know quarters, quarters and half, and then you, so so you're- your qu- your quarter your quarter would be what time? What, what? Uh, you I mean if, if if for me, so just getting into the way that I think that the 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 race is going to lay out. I do not think this is going to be a speed duel like it was last year. The Japanese horse that came in last year flew to the front and just he made those other horses. They had to absolutely max out to keep up with him early in the race. He fell apart, uh, and so many other guys did too. And that's why uh, Rich Strike was the door was open for him to come. So I do not see that happening at all. I watched a lot of these replays. I've watched every single one of these horses multiple times in all of their races. And there is not a horse in here that has absolutely blistering speed like some of the ones last year. So there's not going to be a horse that's going to say, I solely need the lead to win this race. So if you're going to be able to keep this in the 23 second, the first quarter, anywhere in that range, uh, you're, the, the type of race that I'm expecting could you know play out that way if it's if it's faster than that then uh you know if, if you start seeing in, in 22 and change or uh even, so, god forbid 21 then then i'm wrong so you'll know right away but if you if i get if i get like anything in uh in the 20 23 24 opening quarter i'm going to be very happy because the, the horses that i'm going to be leaning closers. on are going to be no the horses that i'm going to be leaning on are going to be forward placed horses oh, and oh i don't think closers will be as big a factor because i don't think the pace is going to be as fast because i don't see that speed duel materializing like last year so what i think is going to happen is uh the 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 four horse who is uh uh hang on Got him written down. The confidence four horse game. confidence Probably. game. Yeah, so he's he likes to be forward, but he's not very fast. I watched his races. He's gotten leads because he's been against bad fields. So everybody thinks he's just gonna like fly up there and then people are gonna chase him. I disagree with that. I think uh I think verifying is gonna be forward if he can get out of the two spots. So that kind of compromises things too. So verifying is probably gonna get trapped down inside. I don't think confidence games as fast as other people think he is. So I'm not gonna be leaning on him to be part of the pace. I think he'll be in the second group. He'll be trying to be forward but i'm not sure that he's as quick as people think he is derma soda got soda gake the 17 who's my pick to win uh it is going to be he's going to have an opportunity to go right to the lead i don't think he will christophe lemaire's riding him who rode the the horse that set the pace last year he blew the horse out and he couldn't you couldn't do that so i think he's probably learned his lesson this horse is far more talented than the one that he had last year he was out outstanding in the uae derby and he probably ran the best buyer speed figure of any horse in this race now it wasn't a uae and they're 0 for 17 and everybody will tell you the japanese horses can't win and blah 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 you'll hear that but they're getting better and better and 
and this horse will definitely have a chance. So I think he goes right out, but I think he sits right off the lead. The horse that I think is going to be in front is Reincarnate, the number seven. I think John Velasquez, being the veteran jockey that he is, is going to sense that he's going to be able to get a lead in this race, maybe a soft lead, and be able to put up fractions that are like in 24 seconds and then 49. And if he has that going for him, he's going to have a chance to wire the field. And if anybody can do it, it would be Johnny V. So I look for the seven to make an abnormally aggressive move to try to get to that first turn and, and set the pace and slow everything down and make things go slow. I just don't see the speed materializing up front at all. So I'm looking for fractions. If I could get in the 24 second and then in the high 48s or 49 for the half, I would feel great about my chances with with my horse. what 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 uh, number you do you knew, not want to see to have that to for uh, Derma Sotogake and um, reincarnation to to be in trouble. Uh, well, if, if it's uh, Derma Sotogake, depending on where he is, I think I don't think he's going to need the lead because he's got very good tactical speed. He could sit fifth. He could be first. So if if uh, if I'm wrong and the seven doesn't go, then maybe uh, the seventeen and the four are out front, or uh, you know some people have thought that the two, if the two can you know clear his impediment of being pinned down inside, can get out there. But I do not want to see. I don't want to see twenty threes if I can you know help it. And then uh, obviously anything in below that would be just deadly. I mean, you'd have to have somebody have like a a freakish effort to be able to be in the forward group and still be able to win. What's the uh what have they posted the time that you can bet the the race to uh, be That'll probably be around 203 to I mean it, I, the track's going to be pretty fast. So it could be 201. Uh, yeah, I think last year was Maybe I, I had it written down. And do you, do you think, what's that question mean? What did you? The total two time minutes, two seconds, it. and twenty around and the track, oh, oh. one fifth or whatever gotcha. around yeah. the track. Who? who yeah, so uh, it's basically a two minute roughly, but yeah, it'll be it'll be in the low two. And do you do you think that? Do you think a good bet there will be? I would say slower. I would say it'll be over slower. Yeah, so slower. Yes. You're saying slower. I'm though. saying slower. I'm, my whole entire handicapping is based on, and not just. It's only because I'm not. I didn't just decide that. I. The horses that I think are the best in the best positions to win and dictate terms in this race tell me that it's going to be a slower race. It's not going to be as fast as last year, I don't think. Uh, if it is, then my horses are really going to have to run their their hooves off to be able to stay in contention. But I'll, I'll cover myself because there's going to be a few horses, uh, the six. Kings Barnes, who I like, uh, he's going to sit off of the lead. He's not going to be super forward, and he's got very good tactical abilities. He could be out front, he could be fifth, he could be eighth, he could be twelfth. He's got he's very inexperienced, but he's got very good tactical ability. So wherever he is, I think he will have a chance so long as he's close. Uh, reincarnate, who is the seven, I expect him to be forward. As I said, with Johnny Velasquez, I think he probably sets the tempo. Uh, Mage, the number eight, I think he'll be in that forward group, probably about six or seven off of the lead. And then uh, the, the other Japanese horse, Continuer, who has never been able to beat Derma Sodagake, so I'm not sure how good he is, but I wouldn't completely discredit him. And then the 18, way outside, um, this horse may be more of the closing style, but I think he could sit close enough with Junior Alvarado. He impressed me. This this horse, I, I wasn't real enamored with him, but uh, the more I watched him in, in some of his later races, he, he's 
He's a pretty good finisher, and I think he could be dangerous. He's going to wear blinkers for the first time, too. So maybe he focuses in a little bit better. And Bill Mott uh, got me the big win a few years ago with Country House at 65-1. to 1. So uh, he can definitely do that. So those are those are my top choice, though, is Dermis Sotagake. My second choice is the number 11, Disarm. And I, know I haven't talked a whole lot about Disarm. Disarm will probably be the furthest back of any of the horses that I like. But uh, with Joel Rosario, he's really good at sensing timing, and he is the best clock in his head of any jockey. And if they start to set slow fractions, he will move that horse up early, and he will be ready to go. So I have no worries about that. He'll know if it's going to be a, a, a blowout speed duel, where which I don't think it will be, and he'll sit back and make his one run, or he'll know that, okay, Velasquez has the horse out there slowing the pace down. I got to get closer faster if I'm going to have any chance of closing in to a paceless race. So uh, the jockeys make a big difference here in a couple of horses that I will pretty much eliminate based on the jockeys. And you don't ever want to really do that. But in a race like this, the jockey means so much. Uh, and the, can you, yeah, when you get to that, explain. What do you mean? I mean, not what do you mean, but what what differentiates a guy that really knows what the hell he's doing? A great, well known jockey, successful compared to a guy that uh, just like put me on the fucking horse. No, not no, me, no. but I mean, no. you know what I mean. No, like definitely not you, but yeah, or me. I'm too or heavy. <laughs> All of but, us are. We get, we're about the size of three jockeys, but yeah. Uh, but, no, the bit the difference is these guys. I mean. The experience? Yeah. Well, experience is a big thing. John Velasquez is the winningest jockey, you know, going right now. He's the winningest active guy. Um, but no, it's just natural talent. I mean, it's just like Connor McDavid versus some other third line guy. Like it's they're all hockey That's players. Incredible though. They're hockey it's, players, but Joel Rosario is Connor McDavid or Irad Ortiz is uh, you know, Austin Matthews versus you know oh. uh the Jared Loveberry is uh, you know, third line center for the Blackhawks. Like it's they're all well, pros. I know, but, but I know, but, They're all good. But we can't we to to watch a race. You know, maybe you can. I'm, I don't know, coach. And I probably, I, I you can't tell what the hell a jockey's doing if he's doing a good job or a bad job. Can you? Um, you can. I you mean, the more can, races just, you watch, you'll you'll know. And it depends on the horse. So it, a lot of times, the most important part about this is getting a jockey on a horse that fits the style there's certain guys who are awesome on the lead and there's other guys who are terrible on the lead and there's guys who are great from closing off the pace and guys who break really well from the gate but use their horse too quick and there's no. so there's a bunch of different factors in there but i have i have a confidence level in in a few of these jockeys that i don't have in in all of them and okay. the, the ortiz brothers so you got king's barnes the the six and obviously forte who's the favorite those are the ortiz brothers those are Two of the best jockeys in the world any, anywhere you're ever going to find. Uh, John Velasquez, as I said, the winningest jockey ever. He's uh, just He knows what he's doing. He's had more experience than anybody else. And if he's going to steal a race, he can kind of do that more so than a lot of these other guys. He's not ultra-aggressive unless he, unless he needs to be. So he selectively picks his spots better than anybody. Joe Rosario has the best clock in his head of any jockey I've ever seen. Whether he's riding a closer or a front runner, it doesn't matter. He's the best at both. So he could keep the horse slow on the front or hopefully close into a fast pace and time the wire out perfect if he's got a closer. So those are like the top four guys that I would count on. I mean, you got Flavian Pratt, who's awesome. You got uh, uh, Christophe Lemaire, who's a great international rider. He's riding the horse that I picked, uh, Dermis Sotagake. So I'm hopeful that he'll do well. But you got a lot of new guys here. Javier Castellano has been around for a while. He's a very good jockey. Luis Saez, very aggressive. He could use his horse up too quick, so I worry. But the three and the four, two fills, jockey, and confidence game. Jareth Loveberry 
and James Graham. I'm not fans of them. I do not think they're very good riders, and uh, they're a little out of their league here. So I, I would probably be playing against them. Uh, Ray's Kane's guy, uh, Corrales, he's very inexperienced. Not sure he's got what it takes. Junior Alvarado on the 18, I'm not a big fan of his. Paco Lopez on the 19, solid, but not not in the caliber of the first guys that I mentioned. So you have uh, a definite you know, difference there. Uh, Florent Giroux uh, on the 12 is very good, and the other French jockey on the 14, uh, Flavian Pratt, both of those guys extremely good. And then Manny Franco down on the rail and Tyler Gaffleon, both very good riders too, but they're kind of disadvantaged uh, by where they're where they're breaking from, as we said. Uh, so, you are going to say horses that you're going to uh, you're you're definitely fading. You're definitely fading that you say you think have no chance. Uh, yeah, uh, what there there I'm sure there has to be several. Six, yeah, seven, and, eight and I always them. say that it, sometimes the best thing to do when you're going through this is figure right. out horses that you don't like first. Right, uh, exactly. And then start to piece together about which <clears throat> which ones you don't like but you want to use defensively and then ones you absolutely are, are just certain and aren't going to factor into this race, which is never a certainty, but certainty, you can try. But... You can really get a good idea the more you, you, you study or you look at, at the at the uh, you know at the times or whatever it is that, that you think is an important element to your handicapping but i would say i'd almost have to take out and i was very high on verifying but until he drew the, the two post uh i don't think he's going to be able to, to win this race now tyler gaffleon like as i said he's really good he's got a great trainer both of those horses are brad cox horses so it's tough to bury those down in there and just forget about them because they are uh you know conditioned really well and they're really talented horses but i i'm gonna pass on hit show uh, he he's coming out of the Wood Memorial. He got upset. I don't like that race, and he uh, you know is pinned in the one hole. Verifying, uh, he was second in the Bluegrass. I, I liked him going in here, but the more I watched him and the more that I saw him breaking from the inside, uh, I I'm a little worried. So I'm probably going to pass on him. Two fills I was never high on. Uh, not a big trainer, not a great jockey. Uh, he won the Jeff Ruby. He's taking the same path as uh, Rich Strike did last year. I, I don't have confidence that that'll happen again, so I'll be passing on him. Uh, confidence game. I don't like the rider. I think he'll be a part of the pace. I think he'll be close. I don't think he's fast as everyone thinks he is, but I don't think he really has um, enough to be able to win this race. I just I don't I don't see any way that he does. Uh, Tappet Trice, the five. Good, great trainer. Uh, really good rider in, in Saez. Uh, the, the trip's going to matter here for him. What, 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 how he can work out a trip? I don't love. I don't love his uh, his races that he's come out of. I think he's he struggles if he loses momentum. And in the Kentucky Derby, if you can't re rally because you get cut off a lot, you got twenty horses that navigate. So that worries me. I'm not going to rule out the first four. I would say I'm pretty much eliminating for most of my tickets. Okay, the five horse. I have to use a little bit because I think he can run in the third or fourth. I just worry about him being able to win because I once his momentum stops, he's been horrible having to re-rally. So he's a one-run horse, which means, just think about it, you're out there running and, and a car comes out in front of you, you got to stop and he can't get going again. So it's it's tough uh, for him. So I don't love him to win, but I think he could factor in. Then the six, seven, and eight, Kings Barnes, Reincarnate, and Mage, they'll be all horses that I'll be using on my ticket uh, Kings Barnes, ridden by Jose Ortiz. He's got good tactical ability. He can be anywhere in the first top seven. I think he's going to be very dangerous. He'll save ground. He'll do a really good job. Uh, I, I really like his chances. Reincarnate's the one that I thought 
would be a part of the pace. I think he could set the pace with Johnny V. He's the seven. I will definitely be using him. And then Mage, he's a very lightly raced horse. He's only raced three times. Javier Castellano is on him. Uh, he'll sit off, and I think he could be he could be dangerous if he gets the right trip. He could be in there. He could probably be in the in the trifecta or the superfecta. Uh, the nine horse Skinner, I'll be using him. He's the one closer that I think has the ability to be more forward than the other closers. So I'm going to take a shot with him. Um, down. I don't think he's going to be able to win this race, but if you're going to play trifectas or even exactas and superfectas, I would definitely consider to use Skinner. Practical move, I will not be using. Uh, his father was a one-turn horse. He was a really good one-turn horse. I think this horse is really talented, but I don't think this distance is right for him. He could be more of a Preakness-style horse or like a seven-furlong sprinting horse, so I'll be passing on him. Disarm, really like him. He's my second choice. If Derma Sotagake is my 1A, he's my 1B. Joe Rosario, Steve Asperson's never won the Derby. Um, I, I like this horse. I think he's been playing possum. I, I think he put him in races that he knew he could get a part of, of the top three or four to get the points to get in this race. I think he wanted to come in under the radar, and I think he has, and he's got Rosario, and that tells me right there this horse is live. Joe Rosario <laughs> could have ridden any one of these horses, for the exception of the one that Irad Ortiz is on. If Joe Rosario wanted to ride any of these horses, he would have been able to. So uh, that's a good sign to me. Really, really like him. And then the 12, Jace's Road, I think he'll be forward probably part of the pace but i don't think he's going to be a contender to be able to win this race i i don't i don't see that materializing for him the 14 i've heard three guys tell me that both the respect brothers told me angels of angel of empire and then schneid dog gave it to me today too so oh really take that for what it's worth uh i think this horse is talented but he's had everything his own way he's never had to uh to deal with any impediments very good but uh I'm not certain that he has what it takes here to win this race. I think his uh, his late his dosage speed, which I talked about on the show last week, which means he's he's more bred to be a sprinter type uh, than he is a distance type. So I I'm a little bit worried about the distance for this horse. I know that's weird, but his pedigree is is says that he can get it, but his dosage figures from his pedigree say that it may be he may be better uh, in going a little bit shorter. But uh, he is good. If he gets on track and he's running down the alley, I, I'm not going to be able to, to get rid of him off my ticket. I'm going to have to use him uh, in a three or four hole of, of superfectas and trifectas because he's talented enough that he can get a piece. Same with Forte. Can't leave him off altogether, but I'll definitely be trying to beat him. If you're trying to bet exactas or to win win bets, I'd say leave him off. But if you're betting tries and supers, I'd say definitely put him in. Uh, Ray's Kane, I'll be passing on him. I just don't think this horse has any type of uh, ability to be able to win this. He won the golf. Him, which in a mud soaked track, I don't think he's very good. Uh, inexperienced jockey, I say he has no chance. 17, Derma Sotagake, he'll be my top choice. He's got great tactical speed, he'll be forward. He's going to have a chance to uh, make the first move, but he's also going to be able to save ground. I think he's quick enough from the gate, he gets over there, gets tucked in nice in uh, third or fourth spot, and then uh, sits there and makes his move and see, sees how the horses in front of him are going. Uh, Christoph Lomero on board got the experience in last year's Derby, that'll help him a lot. Rocket can. Uh, I was not very high on this horse, but he's one that the stocks went up on him uh, as I watched more of his replays and, and started to really focus in on him. He's he had a pretty strong finish in the Arkansas Derby, which was was better than what I originally thought. And uh, I, I like him. I think he can definitely get in the top three. So I'll be putting him in there. Uh, Lord Miles, I'll be passing on. He's uh, Pocket Lopez is a tricky jockey to figure out. He's either really good out of the gate fast or he's decent uh, as a closing jockey. 
Uh, Safi Joseph, who, who's a good trainer in Florida, I just don't think he can win on this level. He upset the, the field at the Wood Memorial. He shouldn't even really be in this race. Uh, caught a weak field in New York and, and got the points to get in. And then continuer. Not a lot of data on him. I've watched his races in Japan. A lot of times he's going the reverse direction, so it's tough to gauge. Uh, I would not completely get rid of him, but I don't think he wins. So uh, those are – go ahead, Chris. No. No, finish. I just no, that's it. I, that, that was the field. No, I, I wanted to ask about Rocket King, the, yeah. the number eight. What It says as blinkers. Why? Uh, focus. What, what, focus, basically. So you got you got cup blinkers and you have like full blinkers. Right. So you can have – so where I can – my peripheral vision, I can see you like this. But if I have a full blinker, I can't see you at all. If I have a half cup, I can see you a little bit, but I can't see what's coming from behind me. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, horse, these horses freak out. They panic. And it's just basically a guessing game. What so will then work? It's just You're trying to ahead. unlock talent on the on these okay. on these horses somehow, and it's something that hasn't been tried. Uh, and and you know, I don't always love when a horse is trying something for the first time, especially in a race like this. So that worries me a touch. But uh, sometimes, you know, Bill Mott's a guy who brings his horses along really slowly, and he may have worked them with some blinkers in the morning, and maybe he thought. Hey, this horse focuses a lot better with blinkers. He could be very good if he uh, okay. if he could focus in the race. So yeah, that's a All that's right. a so, definitely so, a key equipment. So here's what I'm gathering from you. Okay, seventeen is your is your favorite. Seven is your next favorite, and eleven is your those three are your yeah. top three. Seventeen, eleven, and seven <clears throat> are yep. your top three, and then and then your. You're, yep. you, you've got a my mid tier. I have about six horses. Yeah, that I'm kind you of got keen. a five, six, seven, eight, nine, eighteen, and twenty are the ones that I'm yeah looking as like your that I'm that I'm going to have somewhere on my tickets. But if if I'm going to just say if you want to you're going to want to keep seventeen and eleven on every one of your tickets okay, and, and so, probably six and so seven. so Joe Schmo Champ walks up to the walks up and asks you just I want to make a ten dollar bet a couple ten dollar bets what what would what would you tell him to do? Uh, if I was going to do that, I would do okay. So say I would do a twelve dollar. So it'll be a one dollar exact a box. If you box four horses, it'll cost you twelve bucks. So okay, we'll $1 say that. And, it, and again, I want to remind everybody who's watching this: go to our, our Twitter, and I'll put all the official things. I'll type all the bets out exactly uh, about strategies and things like that that I'm going to do. So I'm going to talk about it on our radio show tomorrow. And then we'll start to actually zero in on the bets. Those will all be up on social media. So when you watch this Friday, Saturday morning, jump on Twitter. If you don't want to listen to me, say I'm here. Uh, go on there and you'll see the actual official uh, tickets that I'm going to put in. Yeah. So $12. What I'd say, if you're like a beginner type person and you right. want to do this, a $12 exacta box gets you four horses. So it's a, it's a, it's a $1 base bet. And you you have four horses. They got to finish one, two, and all right. Any well, order. Let, let, let's just say you got the one, two, three, four. Just uh, just say that. So one dollar exacta box. You got the one, two, three, four. How does that How does that work now? Let let everybody. And, then, and that costs twelve bucks, right? Yeah, twelve dollars. Okay. Yeah. Right. So right. so yeah. So that's you. You finish the top two is what you're what you're trying to get. So my recommendation would be to play the seventeen, the eleven. I would probably use Forte in there too. Just if if you're if you're somebody who's uh, a swing for the fences kind of person, don't use Forte. But if you're somebody who just wants to win and thinks that uh, you know that that winning's more important than actually winning a lot of money, then you would want to put Forte. So champ. So cha- yeah. champ. Yeah. So guys who like to play favorites, and that's that's a tendency that a lot of people have. So yeah. I, but I would still use the seventeen. I'd probably say seventeen, eleven. Six and fifteen. If I was going to make uh, you know a, a safer bet, but if you're going to go for home runs, uh, it would be the seventeen, eleven, six, 
and uh, eighteen. Those would be that would be my uh, if that ticket comes in, you're you're probably going to make a, a good bit of change. Um, you could also do trifectas. You can do um, four a four horse box trifecta. I think that Churchill will have fifty cent tries, so that would be a twelve dollar bet too. So you could box, but they got to finish in the top three too. So I no matter use, what order, yeah, yeah, no matter what order. If now, you're boxing, the boxing <laughs> is the key there. Now, if you want to play. One over to like if you think the right. seventeen's gonna win, correct, then you can play him over top of Yes. Yeah. Can you play him over top the field? You can play him over the field. You can do that. And I, I recommend people who are doing if you have a few bucks uh and you want to try to make a lot of bucks, uh yeah, do that. P- doing all in a spot is not a sign of weakness. It's smart it's a smart way to build tickets. And you want to do that when you're doing multi race exotics as well. But you wanna if if you really like a horse on top, say I like the seventeen. Right, so, so what I would do is I would build a ticket to start it out with the seventeen and the eleven in the one hole. Wait, seventeen and eleven what on is the it? top. So I would have that. So if I'm going to do a either, so let's just say it's a trifecta. So I'm going to go seventeen or an eleven on top. So they've got one of those two has to win the race. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm going to go with. And that's going to be two different tickets. No, it'd be the same ticket. It just multiplies. Oh, so one of those, based, yeah. One so, of those two has to hit. Yeah, has to win. So I would go seventeen and eleven on top. Those are my top two picks. Okay. And then I would use the seventeen in the two hole. The seventeen, the eleven. So if you if one of them wins, then the other one could run second or vice versa. So you'd go back with the same two you put on top. So seventeen, eleven in the one hole. Seventeen, eleven in the two hole. Mm-hmm. And then also in the two hole, the six, seven, eight, nine, and eighteen. And then in the last hole you go all if if you if you have the money to oh, do it. Oh okay okay. Yeah. Or okay. you could go like this. You could go 17 11 in the one hole, you could go all in the second hole. Okay. And then you could go with the other 5 6 7 8 9 and 18 in the third hole. So that's that's kind of how you build tickets and that's how I'll build mine is I'll I also have tickets that I'll say uh, to hedge myself. Now I'm I I don't think this is going to be a speed duel race, but I'll play tickets with the the horses that I think will be forward and maybe the ones who would go faster than I'm thinking they are with some of these closers that I would normally discount, but I'll play a couple backup tickets just in case. So so let's go back to if you play 17 and 11 on top. Okay? Right? And then you play who were your next who were your next couple that you said? So I said 17 and 11 on top and then 6 7 8 9 and 18. Okay, so okay, now let's stop there. So that's to finish second, correct? Right. So they would one of those horses would have to come in uh in the second spot, yes. So if you have say and then all 17 and then all as as your your third right. Finisher, right? Now obviously every horse you put in there adds cost to the ticket. Well, that's what I'm saying, but if you have 17 11 on the top with a 6 7 8 9 and 18 to finish second and then all like what are you talking there to, as a cost? Oh boy, I'd have to figure okay, it out. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean ballpark. If you're just, if you're just, what would you bet? Two dollars a two dollars a, a ticket there? Would no, that the the trifecta is normally um, and Churchill has fifty cent base tries, so it's a fifty cent base wager. So that that helps it. If it was a dollar, then it's double the what you would right, right, would right. Bet. So the fifty cent base wager. Uh, keeps it down. Superfectas. Well, I think the Churchill has gone to just dollar supers. So if you're going to play the four, it's going to be very pricey. If you're going to use uh, a lot of horses in your uh, in your ticket, but uh, I'm trying to trying to find a race here really quickly that would have anything near that amount of horses that I could do a test to see 
the actual pay what the price would be but it, you're basically multiplying every combination by 50 cents so oh. it's uh oh, oh okay 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 so there's uh if it need to... yeah oh uh, that'd be hard to figure because then so, yeah cause so, it's tough so if you, you have, have if you have all to, to after the first to finish third or or they have to finish third right right if you have all, so that leaves you one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That leaves you thirteen horses. And so is that thirteen bets then? Uh, you well, yeah, but then you got thirteen bets times every combination uh, right, of other right, horses, right. Like one in the two hole. Okay, but one, okay, one in the two hole. So that's okay. I see. So you would have thirteen. So, so I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be. So you'd have two be, on a, You'd have two two horses on the top. Five horses to finish second, and then thirteen to finish third. Right. Then you have to figure all those combinations yeah. and multiply. It's going to be a few hundred cents. bucks for mm-hmm. sure. So yeah, a few hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just one. Rec- you don't have to do it. like you can do exactas, uh, which is just the top two. So then you can you could do you could do could five. you do seventeen all? Yeah, seventeen yeah. all. Seventeen exactly. all being nineteen dollar. You'd be seventeen overall. Being you'd have nineteen different combinations. And, then, and a then dollar you, bet would be nineteen. And then what you what you would hope for there then obviously is you the need bigger, the biggest new, price. Yeah. Then you want the, the long shot yes, to finish second. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's, that's the way to do that. Um, you can do uh, if you're just looking to try to get the top two for twenty dollars. You can box five horses. So I mean, I think that's always a good value, especially well, in a race I, I, like now, this. Now, how does that work? So right. that would be a, you have to finish first and second uh, in either order. Uh, a one dollar oh, exacta box with five horses will cost you twenty dollars, and you know those those have paid out you know nine hundred eleven hundred dollars. You need the first two to finish exact, and then the third one. No, you don't need a third one in that. You, you're in exacta. You're just getting the top two. No, I'm so. saying trifecta. Oh yeah, saying. try yeah. So you need one two to finish exact, and if you have like four different horses, that one of those three has to finish any third. of those could finish third. Oh, yeah. okay, interesting. Yeah, and then obviously for the for the for the um, just the uh, regular better. You can bet a, a horse to win, place, and show. Correct? Absolutely, so yeah. And I recommend doing that if, especially if it's a it's a horse you like at a price. You, you definitely want to. Uh, you definitely want to take it. So, you know, the worst thing you can do as I mean, as, a, as a better is really like a horse. Like I really like Dermis Sotagake, so I'm going to play him in a bunch of different things because I if he wins the race, I want to make money. Right? That's, there's no. I don't want to be like, oh, geez, I had a great picket on top, yeah. but but uh, another horse that that that, uh, that I didn't like, like the uh, let's say uh, like the 16 or the 19 ran second, and I got nothing. Right. And I picked, and, they, and those were big giant prices that ran second behind the horse that I really right, liked, right. and it would pay monstrous. You don't want to ever miss out on that. So yeah, you got to make sure. So, you know, the safe thing to do, too, if, if you don't want to be a win better only, like, to me, if you're going to bet $20 on a horse that's that's not a great price to win, you're better off betting, like, 40 bucks on him to do an exacta. So you would say, like, Dermasodagaki, the 17 overall. And so he wins. You got it all in second spot right and then bet that instead of betting it just to win because your payout will be better right so, right because right. if you can catch a price in there then your payout could be really you know if you if you hit if you have you know thermosodagake and you bet uh you know 20 bucks on him and you win a hundred dollars uh and if you have him and he wins at 10 or 12 to 1 and he and he you happen to catch a really good price uh you're gonna win 500 dollars. So right it's, right it's, right uh, better, it's better bang for your buck. Now, how many? How many? Just and we'll end this because we're, yeah. we're probably gone long. Yeah. But it's really been interesting. I could sit and talk about this for a while. But how many total bets do you think you'll make? And oh, and, and and what 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 amount do you think you'll put on it? 
Uh, I mean, I've bet anywhere from $500 to $1,000 on these races before. But it, So the thing about it is we didn't have a chance to talk about it because I'm still studying into the ticket. But uh, I'll concentrate most of my efforts on multi-race, meaning the races oh, oh, leading oh, oh, up. Yeah, 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 so yeah. I'll have other horses and other races that will be keys. And then when I get to this, the key is to be alive. You've had four winners in. And you got your your big ones so, here, and the payouts are you know enormous. So you, so do you do you do you have to pick the winner yeah. of the of the of the yeah? The, the, so pick four would be the winner of. So this is going to be race twelve, the Derby. So you'd have to pick races uh, t- uh, nine, ten, eleven, and twelve for the pick four, or eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, so you can't five. pick like race one, five, seven. It's nine. in succession. It's, oh, it's, okay. it's where the track sets it too. It, you don't have a choice. Okay. So yeah. So they give you the num- the uh, the the uh, number of races, and they're going to be really good races. So these are all going to be filled with really good horses who have won stakes races before, uh, and and are really do, you know top do, of the line. Do they all run the mile and a quarter? Or? No, no. You'll have all different. different. You'll have seven furlongs on grass. Sprinters, you'll sprinters, have okay. a minute, mile and a half on grass. Okay. You'll have sprint on dirt. You'll have you'll usually have about five different combinations of, of different races in the pick fives and or and then four in the pick. Chris, four, will so. you bet anything on this race? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? You're this, in a couple. this does get me kind well, of excited. Who's your pick, it. Chris, if you have to go with Well, I actually, before, we get to before you even started, well, you st- I, I circled uh, Derma Sotogake, and I also uh, 14, Angel Vampire. Well, you know, I know you don't like him. but Well, I know, but you know, so, the fact that you pick my horse concerns me more than you pick an Angel <laughs> Vampire. Oh, well, no. would you rather and, me pick it? I would, no, I don't Well, no. Champ's going with Forte for sure. I, right? I'd have rather no one did. But Well, uh, Champ, like, so Forte's what, three to one? Yeah, roughly. And so if, if so, Champ will maybe put $10 down on? Maybe five. But, yeah. <laughs> now, I'll, I'll give him a horse and he'll, no, oh, no, that horse can't win. He'll say me, no, that what are you talking about? That horse can't. I mean, win. he's he's thirty to one. How's yeah. he gonna win? Because yeah. I could see him calling the uh, uh, the eighteen horse Rocket Can't. Yeah, yeah. Just because, yeah, yeah. just because he's. Yeah. Well, Coach, who here? Who's your gut say? I, I, you know anybody what? you like? I, I, no, and there's nobody that I have an absolute. I just have enjoyed listening to your uh, analysis, and I'm gonna bet uh, Dermasota Gake for sure. All right. Uh, yeah. So be sure and check out the Instagram and the. Twitter pages this weekend. You can see all of my picks, uh, what what I do, what I recommend as far as ticket building and all that stuff. So hey, I'll Matt, put all that quick, together. And, yes. And where where is where can you find all the different like bets like that? The different bets that you can make and just the well, I mean, you can go you can go to the to, on, to Twin Spires website or the Churchill Downs website. Okay. And you can go and they can show you all the different markets they have. Uh, and you got to be be cautious. And I know people or a lot of people realize that. Um, they may not realize that uh, superfectas in the base wagers are sometimes different on these big racing days. So um, a 10 cent base wager of a superfecta, I don't think they have that anymore. It's at least 50 cents at Churchill. So be sure you're ready for that because that makes your ticket cost a lot more if you're not ready for it. But uh, yeah. All right. I'll well, have everything up on uh, on our social and uh, Jubble will post them on Instagram. And hopefully we can bring home some winners and uh, we'll uh, – We'll go from there. Can't be anybody knows any more than you, you guys. That's for <laughs> well, sure. Jesus. Sometimes it doesn't matter. You might not. You might know, but other times you feel really good because you, you the race worked out. You ought to be on fought. that TVG. Man. I'd like to. My God, it's unbelievable. All right, we'll be right back with the final segment of Better's Last Stand. We're going to have Sam in here and talk about racing, basketball, and baseball. You're listening to Better's Last Stand. We'll be right back. Reminder. 
Better's Last Stand is for informational and entertainment purposes only. All wagering activities should only be conducted by those 21 years of age or older and within the confines of federal, state, and local law. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, contact 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 1-800-426-2537. You're watching Better's Last Stand. All right, welcome back into Better's Last Stand. We got Sam with us now, Skyping in. He's got his Pine Room hoodie and his uh, Bucko hat on. Sam, how are we doing this week? Bucko's still riding high. Uh, yesterday was a tough loss against the Rays, but uh, they, if Austin Hedges could have got a hit, it might have turned out differently. Yeah, I'll get into that a little bit later, but I'm doing good. How you, how you three gentlemen doing? We're doing well. We're doing, we're doing pretty well. Waiting for some dry weather. It's coming. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, the weather's coming. Weather hasn't been fun. So, uh, well, before we get into uh, your main wheelhouse here of uh, of uh, racing, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the Major League Baseball season so far, and uh, what what your observations have been like for from this week since we talked to you last. Uh, you still feeling good about the Pirates? I'm sure. Uh, anything else stick out? Any interesting bets that you've come across, or anything? Any guidance you want to give the the listeners this week? Yeah, um, I definitely think the Pirates are fine. I mean, you can't have months of like pitchers throwing 17, 18 consecutive games of six plus innings. You can't do the, you know, the stolen base thing. Like all that's going to taper its way down. But I definitely think they're they're in a way better spot than they have been for sure. But also this, this series that they're in right now against the Rays. I mean, if you look at the AL East, Matt, yeah, it's disgusting it is the best division in baseball it is so different than our division that i think we're kind of getting shocked right now that we kind of got played <laughs> yeah. with last night honestly yeah yeah you got the yankees, yankees in last, last place yeah yeah that's a that's a really really good division orioles are playing great Incredible. toronto obviously pretty good tampa playing great so yeah uh top to bottom it may be and the red sox aren't even very good but they score a lot of runs and give up a lot of runs right. but yeah the Buckos got the Blue Jays. I'm going to that game Saturday with Bonnie. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. hopefully uh, the weather will be good and you can guys can see a see a, uh, and sunny, baby. a victory. Yeah, so a couple of notes that I had here on on baseball. Non-division favorites this year, 79 and 43. So that's pretty pretty strong. Uh we talked about that before on the show about in the division games how much more difficult the teams know each other. Uh, you know the the pitchers and the hitters they they match up and face each other so often, so that was interesting. And then road interleague favorites thirty one and seventeen so far on the year, and the top teams as far as ROI go, so that's return on investment are the Rays plus seventeen or fifteen units, the Pirates plus fourteen units, and the Orioles plus ten units. None of that was uh, hard to figure out, I guess, if you've been paying attention at all. Um, and then the worst teams, the Cardinals. Minus 15 yeah. units, the A's minus 14 units, and the White Sox minus 12 units. Uh, Sam, do you see the Cardinals turning it around at any point? I don't. I think they're old. Yeah, they're, they're... I just think they're old, and they finally hit that spot of like, man, they just they just didn't do enough, and they got rid of too much. Yes. No, Jesus, I agree. 10 and 20. I, I've heard a lot of uh, yeah. people close to the team, St. Louis media and stuff, saying there, there's something missing here in this team. And unlike uh, past years, they were pretty certain that they would get it on track. They do not believe that will happen this year so yeah i think you're right there it might be might be it for the old cardinals which uh i'm not going to lose Thank any God. sleep over yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. Well, man, I, I just said uh, you were talking about how the, the strength of the al east have you seen the al central how fucking unbelievably bad they are that whole Terrible. division well, you mean the indians 
the, the whole division. Yeah, it's bad. They have one team o- over 500. That's the Twins. They're only 17 and 13. Yeah. Um, Kansas City, 7 suck. and 23. They're they 1, and, one and 13 yeah. at home. Yeah. Minus 68 run run difference. They, this is pathetic. They blew a lead to the Orioles last night. Yeah. I mean, that that is just – I mean, I thought – I mean, we when we were talking about uh, right before the season started, just giving some picks, and then we thought the White Sox—they're yeah. not in twenty-one. No, no. I, I missed on them bad, <sighs> terrible. Yeah. And and the worst player in that division, Josh Bell. Fuck him, he sucks. <laughs> terrible. He's paid though. He got what he needed. He got the money. Said two years, thirty-four million. Yep. All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move along to Chris's favorite sport, uh, the NBA. Uh, Sam, LeBron, Chris's boy LeBron gets the job done last night. Uh, do you think that they take out the Warriors? I, I tend to think the Lakers might win this series yep. if they stay upright and, and none of their guys get hurt. What do you think? Yeah, it, yeah, I, I think 100% I'm in agreement with you. I, I said to Chris, it sounds so stupid in elementary, but like the Lakers are bigger and more physical, and I just think they're going to they're gonna just outman them. Yeah. I, mean, I know you can shoot and shoot and shoot, but at a certain point, man, it's LeBron. Yeah, and uh, if Clay Thompson doesn't shoot better than he did last night, it's going to be a, a tough time for the Warriors. But uh, I, I, I hate to say it, to say it, but I think the Lakers might be, they might be the team to beat in the West. Do they you, very do, well. Could do you be. see it that way too? What do you What do you think happens in the Nuggets and uh, Sun series? I think the Suns are going to lose. I don't think they have enough depth. I think they got rid of way too much when they got Kevin Durant. Right. Uh, Chris Paul's on the geez, shelf. The, the annual right. rite of passage. He gets hurt in the fucking playoffs and always, he, and he and he's he's not he's going to be out at least uh, three games. They said he'll miss games three, four, and possibly five. Yeah, he's uh, always got an excuse for not getting a ring. Yeah, he sure does. Always. Um, hey, can I read you real quick, Stat? Please. Basketball. Yeah. Talking about uh, obviously, you heard it. You know, best uh, uh, ability is availability. I just wanted in twelve seasons with the Bulls. Jordan started 938 out of 984 games. But you take out his second season when he had a broken foot, take that out, in 11 full seasons he started 896 out of 902 games. <laughs> and these guys, I mean, again, we talk about it all the time, about just, well, I'll take some time off, load management. But this is Chris Paul in a nutshell. Every yeah, year. And, it is. And, and it's just a groin or, or, or you know, a hamstring like he he never breaks anything. Just one it's of his all muscles. The, it's too. all the star players, sprained knees, all this shit. So the, the play. Phoenix is done. You think so? Yes, I do. I do. You yeah. don't? Nope. Really? We'll I'm see. still playing the Suns in seven. Once they go uh, off elevation, they just got to Do they have home game. court? They, no, 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 not they, they, Yeah. They just gotta win one game. What are you sold on for them? You, you don't like you don't like the Durant and Booker? Isn't that enough? Yep. What are you playing there, Matt? You think Nuggets beat them? Uh, I think it goes. I I bet the series that goes seven games, regardless yeah, of. I think it's I, I, I just the bet that Nuggets I'm in five. Wow, it might be. Hey, well, hey, but guys, I, I don't know. Anything. I got a I just, baseball number. Some baseball numbers. I want to throw out just yes, see how we're feeling. So I'm looking at this. Mitch Keller over <laughs> under five and a half innings tonight is plus a hundred. Do you think he'll go under five and a half? I think he could, man. Mm. He's had know. a lot of solid starts. He's due for a bad one. <laughs> Yeah, that's a tough place. Yeah, he's to been pitch, pretty too. good so far, hasn't he? With his starts, he's had quality yeah. starts. They haven't lost. You gave us a great like, one on Jacob Degrom early in the season. And he Got gave us. Yeah, and he, I see Alec Alec Manoa over four and a half innings. They're playing the Red Sox. That's plus a hundred. Yeah, he him and Verdugo might fight tonight. So that could be that could be I interesting. Know, so that, you got to watch that. He might beam him and then get thrown out. 
So yeah, got to be careful. And then there's an Otani, and Otani under six and a half is plus a hundred. I'm just like six and a half. They play the Cardinals. You get a lead, take them out. I yeah, can see the it. Problem I can is, see him going the five. Cardinals. <laughs> I know. That's the problem. I know. <laughs> all right, I like oh, no, those though. Fuck. Those are definitely worth worth a look uh, for sure. Um, all right, so tell me what you think real quick about the Eastern Conference. Uh, we said a few weeks on on here that a few weeks ago that Joe Embiid would win the MVP, and he did. Uh, where do you see the Heat and Knicks going in the uh, what's the other series? The Celtics and Celtics the and Sixers. Sixers. Yeah. What are your thoughts on those? I think that the Heat are going to beat the Knicks. I think the Knicks are just going to get outcoached. I think Spolstra yeah, is a coach great coach. Yeah. I mean, I saw the stat that they had 74 points by an undrafted players in the last game, which, yeah. holy shit. One of them, I mean, a friend of the show, yeah. Haywood yeah. Highsmith right. from Wheeling. Yeah. yeah, so it's like when you can get your team to do that, oh, man. Yeah. I think I really do think the Heat. He might be be the team, man. They might win the East because the Celtics looked yeah. like shit the other night. That's and, unbelievable. And, and, and Missoula, I don't trust him as a coach. I don't know, <laughs> man. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and the Heat got what they wanted. They wanted to split New York, right. so they're all good. They Butler didn't even play. No, they no, almost Butler, won. Right. All right, they almost did win. So when is Randall supposed to come? Uh, that's a I good think, question. I think the the next game, I believe. Yeah, I think they said probably game three. So, all right, so let's. Uh, it could be a. Uh, Heat versus uh, boy, I don't even know. I think the Sixers that. will win that series. I but is MB is he struggling a little bit of knee issue? Oh yeah, but now but he won the MVP. He's coming back now. So okay, hey, okay, he's yeah. just gonna. If he didn't win that MVP, he would have pouted, and yep. he may never have played in the whole series. <laughs> now, <laughs> now he's back with a vengeance, and I bet he gets hurt again before the series is over. All right, Sam. Yeah. Before we switch over to racing, uh, questions for you right here. These are bets I'm going to ask you about, and, uh, yes, and well, you guys could give opinions too. Um, Right now, the Pirates plus two twenty to make the playoffs. Where, where, where's your money? You think think that's a realistic bet? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I <sighs> God, it hurts me to say this. I'm gonna go with right now. No. Okay. Nose minus two sixty. No. Yeah. Coach, what no, do you think? No, because we, we played I, good. I, I, we, I say no. Also, okay. We Chris, played, we're starting cut. to play good teams, and I'm starting to see things right. I don't like. Right. Chris, what do you say? I, I no, I don't. Think Minus so, two sixty. No. It, it's too. It's too early. I might take a shot with it just because I don't know how good the National League is right now. I feel like the American League might be a little bit better. All right, next team who stay in the Central Division, the Cubbies, plus three dollars to make the playoffs, minus three sixty-five to miss the playoffs. Sam, what do you think about the Cubbies? I think they can make the playoffs. Yeah, I do. I think. It, I, definitely... I think between the Pirates and the Cubs, however that season series goes, I think one of those teams will have a shot to make in the wild card. Depends on how they play against each other. What do you guys think? Cubs have a shot. Oh, I coach? think the Cubs. Cubs. Mm. I've touted the Cubs. Yes, I think the Cubs win up. <clears throat> I think they'll win the division. Overtaking Milwaukee. Yes, I think they'll win yeah. the division. Yeah. Okay. I agree, coach. Yeah, they do hit. They score a lot of yeah. runs. We have been on the Cubbies, coach, and yeah. I. That'd be one of the few that we both had that might work out. Uh, and then go going to the American League. Let's go to the East. Uh, Orioles plus one forty five to make the playoffs. It looks really good right now, mm-hmm. but can the pitching hold up? Yes, they're going to win the division. Oh wow! All oh right. boy, I hope. Over the Rays? Yep. Oh, what are the Yankees right now? Yankees, that's the last team we were going to ask. They are minus place. 290 to make the playoffs, plus 245. No. I like the no bet there. Ooh, I think a that's a good bet. bet. That'd be a great bet. I think it's a great bet. Yeah, plus 245 great on the bet. no. All right, book it, fans. All right. All right, let's shift hey, over. Matt, yes. Matt, I want to say we got we got the one domino I need for my MVP. Yes, I know. You did. Yeah. What's that? I just hurt. 
Yeah, uh, Ashley Rutschman, MVP. Yes, Rutschman. Fifteen hundred. Yeah, still. but now we got to get Jake Ottinger to get bounced back after his bad I night know. last night. But he will. <laughs> he will though. He will. He, he no question about it. Yeah. Uh, Sam gave the uh, Rushman the catcher for. Uh, yeah. Oh, we yeah. said we did said Judge or uh, Judge needed to get hurt and Otani has to get traded at the deadline. So Judge got hurt. And now when Otani yep. gets shipped to the National yep. League, I need one Rushman, more. I need one the more. Orioles win the division, then he'll have a really good chance. That'll be that'll yeah. be an incredible winning bet if that would ever cash. It just it. sucks that it's something like 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 the Pirates couldn't ever get like a guy like Otani. Oh, they got that. Uh, oh, I was going to say cool, Rushman. Just, yeah, I mean, take him. It, it's always the, the, the you know the five or six. Well, he's not better than Austin Hedges. I would like to point. I'd like to point this out. I know you're talking about Henry Davis, our number one overall pick catcher. We brought up Jack Sawinski from Double A to the majors. He skipped Triple A. Why are we not doing and that? Henry, with Henry Davis, Davis is killing in Double A. Killing. Austin Hedges is he still in Double A? Where is he in Altoona? Yeah, yeah. No. no, where is he? Altoona. Yeah, that's yeah, Dubway, right? They just don't want to start his major league clock, I'd assume, right? Is that right. What they but hey, our, ma- our major league clock's running out. Well, I know. And you finally have a you decent know? ball club. If you had a better catcher, you, that might help. Well, the uh, other like guy, too, right. the, uh, the Andy Rodriguez. Right. We got oh, some players. And, and no, I think he's a catcher, too. He's a catcher, oh, yeah, too. Yeah. 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 So, so, Coach, explain this to me. Why the hell did Castro go after that ball at, in shortstop if he couldn't see it from the beginning? I don't know. I heard. I actually didn't see it, but I heard Jarrett screaming about it. He was so mad. It was. I was screaming too. He just kept running after it. But as soon as it was hit up, he said he couldn't see it. So if you can't see it, what are you I mean, running right. after? Right. Yeah. Oh. That Jarrett was going nuts. Oh my! But, hey, what? Well, he's, he's been like in mine. that same because they they were talking about like the different beams, the, the yeah. ceiling, the, the the color of it. That, that that's they said it's really hard. Yeah, he can lose stuff. In but there. did I mean not that he would tell you? Oh yeah, that the ceiling's messed up. Not messed his up. Phone, it's hard. His to, phone uh, was probably going off in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's jump he, over to uh, to racing. So uh, last week, uh, your boy Scott McLaughlin get got on track with a uh, with a win down in Alabama in IndyCar. IndyCar is off this week. McLaughlin won at seven to one. Uh, they'll be at the Indy Road Course and then on to the five hundred. So we'll be in Indy for the next month uh, coming up next week. Let's uh, let's go to Formula One really quickly as we we don't have to spend a whole lot of time on it. Uh, Red Bull dominates again, but this time a different winner. Sergio Perez wins last week uh, at Baku in Azerbaijan, and now we're coming to the United States Miami Grand Prix on Sunday. Max Verstappen minus two twenty five, the favorite. Uh, Sam, I ask you every week: Can anybody beat Red Bull this week, uh, or? Or we just book it. Uh, Max Verstappen Unless bounces they back. They ship their cars to the wrong location. <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. mad. It's, it seems impossible. Yeah, he won last year. Uh, Ferrari actually ran well here. Uh, they ran second and third last year. Sergio Perez was fourth. Um, what do you think? Is, is there any shot that the uh, that the Ferrari guys could get you know double podium or uh, double double T six? They're minus one forty. It's not a terrible bet. Uh, who, who else do you expect to run well? Do you you uh, think Fernando Alonso continues his his good season? Yeah, I think Aston Martins solidified themselves so they can keep their car up in the top five for sure. But it's just Red Bull, Alonso, yeah. Mercedes, and then like M- McLaren's ran a little better these past yeah, couple races. Slight improvement, but like God, Alcon sucks. Nick DeVries sucks. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the new guys, these guys are, are in bad spots, man. Uh, Lance Stroll's been doing all right. Yeah, I, I did. We, we, we talked uh, who would be the first guy to win other than a Red Bull. Uh, <laughs> might be Alonzo, but I don't see that happening this week. I think uh, Max defends his title in Miami. 
He led 48 Easily. laps last last year, um, followed by Charles Leclerc. You had eight laps led. So, uh, looks like another Red Bull week. We'll uh, put our final uh, picks up on social media for you folks to watch or check out, make a bet. But uh, it looks like it's going to be Red Bull domination again. I thought maybe Aston Martin double top ten minus 160 was an all right bet, but. You're, it's it's you're having to really scrape anything together to to win money. Uh, in, in this. Yeah, you do. Although last week we did hit with the uh, double podium for Red Bull. That seems like a good bet every week, no matter what the price is. So uh, keep that rolling. All right, let's jump over to Kansas. Let's go out to the deep in the heart of Kansas, Kansas Motor Speedway, the Advent Health 400. Uh, last week, my boy Martin Truex gets the job done on a Monday. Uh, cashing a twelve to one for me, coach at him as well. Yeah, so that was a good uh, a good Monday for us after it got rained out um, last year at Kansas. Chris's boy Bubba won the fall Bubba. race, and Kurt Busch won the first race. So you had twenty three eleven racing dominating uh, last year at this circuit. Sam, uh, I, to me, it looked like most of the the stats that I looked at. Toyota seems to be maybe the strongest cars here. They've won five of the last seven, uh, including the last two. Uh, who are some of the guys that you're looking at this week uh, that could be, uh, you know, kind of the favorites and then some some underdogs that you're trying to search out? Well, I like – you brought it up, Toyotas. I like Tyler Reddick. Okay. He, he's ran pretty strong and consistent. Yes. Uh, but, like, in, when I'm looking at these past winners, you know, I see a Truex. I, I see Hamlin. And I see Bush. I see Kyle Bush's name a couple times. Yeah. So Reddick and Bush are my two that I, I think top five – easily uh like chastain his name is yeah. up there in the top tens in these past couple races but holy shit every week this guy every <laughs> week wrecked somebody else last week took out larson messed up your bet you, you yeah. had oh, wreck him wrong. big time yeah wrecking yeah. ross wrecking <laughs> really is wrecking ross he really is man it yeah. was uh it was funny when um <clears throat> truex and um chastain were battling for a while till chastain Sort of lost it a little bit. They were talking about lap traffic Dover, and they said uh, uh, Martin Truax has a lot of friends out there that that'll that won't fight him to get by. But Ross Chastain doesn't have very many friends. No. His only on friend t- went to the garage. Yeah, yeah They were talking about how lap traffic was going to affect both of them, and they they said how many guys don't like uh, Ross Chastain. So well, they said that they said Larson was uh, kind of blocking him too. There, yeah. They the said end. they said, and then of course, then then Chastain. Oh, I think it's pretty good to have a kind of a if yeah, he's no. a villain guy. I mean, I think it's good for the sport. But but then he didn't want to comment. Like they asked him about Larson blocking. Him. He said, "I know comment." Like he was pissed, but yet he's causing chaos eighty laps into a four hundred lap race. Yeah. <laughs> so it's what he gets. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, that is what he gets. I'm, I'm with you. I, my top uh, top guy this week was uh, Kyle Busch. I thought at 14 to one, thought there was great value on him. Tyler Reddick's uh, seven to one, but uh, he's definitely going to get a lot of play, being that he's in the Toyota now and uh, on a team that's that's ran really well here. And I also think Denny Hamlin. His price is a little too low, but I, but I like him too. I think he's going to be a, a top five car. Um, and uh, and honestly, Larson, Truax, these guys both run have run well there. But my my top guys were Kyle Busch. I actually like Chris Bell a lot too. He's twelve to one in yeah. Toyota. I think yep. he'll run really well. He's had back to back top fives in Kansas. So my top three are Kyle Busch, uh, Chris Bell, and uh, actually Ross Chastain was my was my third choice. And then a couple of dark horse guys. I I on principle, a guy who's won here three times, not in the same car. 
Joey Logano is one of your three times. He's yep. twenty eight to one. That's absurd. He yep. can't be. He's the I best know. driver on the circuit. And, and I, I know, and I thought he's probably going to win the championship again. Yeah, and he got he wrecked last week. You know he's going to be pissed. I think that's insane. So I'm going to bet him just uh, strictly out of principle. Uh, Kevin yeah, Harvick is probably a decent top 10 bet here. And then uh, Austin Dillon and Austin Sindrick, I thought both could maybe get top 10s. Any any guys hey. under the radar, Sam, that you that you like this week out of, and out, off of the big I'm guys? Looking at, I'm looking at like a Ty Gibbs. Uh, yeah. Drives a Toyota. I consider him too. I, I, think he's, I think he's good, man. I really do think he's good. He's so young. Right. I think he could sneak up into the top ten, and he's and he's a part of a team that's had a lot of success there, so that that's got to be good. Yeah. Co- Coach, anybody I'm you're gonna looking, play, at? I'm going to play Logano like like you guys said, and I like Truax again to run well here. Uh, he's I, had good cars. Truax yes. has had he has, and he was my he's pick uh, for the championship. Cars. So I'm hoping he gets it rolling and finally got a win, get a little momentum. But he's uh he's had really good cars and a lot of bad pit luck, so maybe he keeps it rolling. Chris, who are you looking at? Cal Bush, Ty Gibbs. Okay. Ooh, I, like right. I like that. Hey, I like how do you, Ty Gibbs, at least in top 10. I think, I think that's a good bet. It's also possible, Matt, we could get another Josh Berry top 10. Yeah, no, he, he, he's he been pretty good. I, I got to say, he's going to get a ride here eventually. Uh, probably, Has I to. mean, Hendrick wants to probably keep him in there and, you know, within arm's reach being the junior motorsports guy. But, uh, yeah, no, he's done He's done well. Um, how long is Bowman going to be out for? A couple more weeks at least? A <laughs> couple more weeks, yeah. yeah. Are you guys fading anybody? Like um, strong fade. I, I honestly, I probably would fade Bubba. Oh yeah, I fade Bubba. Yeah, every big week. time. <laughs> I've I've done well too, very I, well. I would fade Bubba, and then um, what about Elliot? Yeah, he. I was I was thinking that he's not yeah, been, maybe he's not been super at this track. Yeah, he, he probably a, a guy. Uh, I maybe Brad Kozlowski too. A little bit. Uh, now he's picked it up. He's had a pretty good season compared to what he did last year. But uh, I don't. I don't really love um, like some of the Fords here. I, I don't. I, I know I said that's counterintuitive since I said bet Joey Logano based on principle, but he's just that good. But Fords, Sam, is that is that kind of what you saw too? The Fords quite haven't been quite as strong as the Toyotas and the Chevys at Kansas in recent years. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm looking at some of these results here at just the manufacturers, and it's just Chevy, Chevy, Toyota, 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 right. and then there's like one Ford sprinkled in every now and then. Right. I agree with you 100. percent Yep. So I'll be I'll be going against Bubba. I don't. Ricky Stenhouse is run all right here, but he I'll probably fade him a little bit too. I, I don't. How do you he, feel about uh, a, a William Byron? Uh, I mean, William Byron. Honestly, William Byron strong. might be one of the better drivers on the whole circuit. He's really good. Uh, strong man. He he's he's a tough guy to fade because he when he gets locked in. He had a really good car last week. He could have easily won that race. Uh, it's had some bad luck, but. Uh, definitely very strong and i i consider him and you said it before he may be the best driver in the whole hendrick stable and that's a loaded stable i mean those guys are just one after another i mean once elliot gets cranking here he'll he'll go on a run here in a few weeks once he gets settled back in yeah he'll win a few races and be in the top five every week for sure but uh all right um sam you like the buckos tonight you like you sound like you like the rays a little bit tonight i think keller's due for a bad one man i do i just baseball works that way you Uh, I bet the game I over the I'm total. I, I, I'm with Matt. At Pirates hit left-handers pretty well. You're right. Keller's about due to have a bad outing. I'm, I bet I like the game over a lot tonight. What is that? Eight uh, and a half. Uh, it was eight and a half. Yeah, yeah. We need uh, we need to keep Brian Hayes to just fucking oh, get on base, man. Jeez, you better quit hoping for that because that's not that's I never going to work. Chris, I feel like an idiot. I feel stupid. <laughs> 
fucking guy. So good defensive. He's so good defensively, and then he just—he's like he's got one of those yellow wiffle ball bats when he goes to bat. <laughs> yeah, he's uh It's a good thing he can play decent, decent corner infield there on the hot corner, but uh, yeah, he can't hit at all. Uh, Sam, any any other thoughts? Any anything sticking out to you? Uh, what do you think of uh, NFL draft? Did you have any thoughts? The Steelers did pretty well, huh? Yeah, the Steelers did great on paper. It's a great draft, but these guys, you know what I mean. Yeah. They might show That's up at training camp and just get fucking bullied. It's hard to grade this year's draft until right. about three or four years That's from what now. what we said. Probably. Yep, right. Um, right. I mean, it looks great on paper, but I also was going to say I hope that Perry Ellis is driving the pace car at Kansas this weekend. <laughs> if you guys remember yeah, Perry Ellis, the, the guy Kansas that played at Kansas for like 10 years. Yeah. It looked like he was like 40. <laughs> I love that guy. Perry Ellis. Oh, yeah. Put him in the pace Why, car. did he drive it last year? No, I just no, I was just actually at work oh, oh, he just laughing. I was at work laughing out loud like an idiot, imagining Perry Ellis driving the I pace. I could probably car get ninety to one on that bet if we could find <laughs> yeah. it somewhere. I don't Make know who else would be up for it. Maybe uh, Toto Bill, from Bill, Wizard of Oz. Bill, yeah, Bill <laughs> Self or uh, yeah, Bill shit. Self. He's re- recovering from heart issues. Or maybe that Dick kid, the one. What's his name? Oh, uh, oh, Grady yeah. Dick. Grady, yeah, Grady he's Dick. good. Yeah, he's a dick though. Yeah. <laughs> he seems like it. Uh, all right, Sam. Uh, anything else before uh, we we uh, leave you for the week? I mean, go box. The AL East is an absolute wagon. Yeah. Just if if you're a pirate fan, it's it's gonna be all right. All right, it's gonna be all right. Good words of wisdom. Thing. All right, buddy. Well, we will uh, check in with you. Actually, we're going to be off for a couple weeks because I'm going to be on vacation. But I'm still going to get your picks from you, and I'll uh, I'll let you know uh, you know what when we're back. It'll probably be two weeks. So uh, beautiful. But until then, we appreciate you joining us as always. Thanks for the great insight on all the stuff, and uh, enjoy your uh, your weekend, and uh, let's win some money. All right, Sam. Absolutely. Good night. Let's go, Bucks, baby. All All right, right, guys. Thank you. you. Bye. All right, so that about does it for us here on BLS. As uh, you heard me mention to Sam, we will be off for the next two weeks. Uh, I'm going to be on vacation, and uh, these guys are going to send me their picks, and we'll still put everything up on social media. So enjoy the couple-week break. If you got sick of listening to us, hopefully you didn't, but you can uh, still follow all of our picks on social media. So I'll try to have those out uh, probably on Thursday or Friday, probably get coaches stuff for Thursday for golf, and then uh, whatever Chris usually sends picks out on the weekend, and then I always put Sam's up as well. So if you uh, didn't have time to listen to the whole show uh, or you forgot to, be sure to check out social media. You can get all of our picks right uh, as we uh, go through the weekend, usually Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, wrap around on Monday if there's anything uh, of interest. One thing I wanted to mention to you guys really quickly before we left, did you see this thing um, in Ohio pulling down the college baseball game? I saw that in Alabama. Alabama and LSU. They said there's some fishy stuff going on. Yeah. We talked about that last night. What, some inside, get... inside info? Well, I, I talked to my uh, contacted the West Virginia Lottery today, and I was hoping that he would have reached out to Ohio because I was curious if, you know, if we were going to have to pull it down or any other state. States, but so far, no other states have. I'm thinking this was a false alarm. I'm not sure what happened, but the alleged suspicious activity occurred at the Bet MGM Sportsbook at the Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. It was only one, you know, one bet or one transaction, which is odd to me. Usually, you can't you can't really establish a pattern with one bet. Right, right. So I asked Jarrett on the podcast last night if to look up the Alabama roster or he follows college baseball so 
so much that he may know if they had a kid from Ohio. So I was wondering if maybe a kid from Ohio either was given info or opened an account or whatever. Something something was odd, odd about it. And then today I, I read it. It was just a, a bet that happened at the Great American Ballpark about the game. But Alabama suspended uh, – the uh, they were suspended in the state of Ohio as far as college baseball. They would not take wow. on any Alabama games. Alabama AD said they're investigating it. LSU's been cleared of all wrongdoing, so they had no uh, stake in the matter. So I'm not really sure. LSU a big favorite in the in the game in the series of the number one team. Uh, they ended up winning the game eight six. I think they were up eight one. I don't know. I don't I don't know where the suspicion comes yeah, from. I don't know. I so didn't... more info hopefully come out. Uh, on that, and hopefully it's nothing, uh, nothing too severe, and we can uh, move on there. Uh, and then the last thing, coach, before we go, college football playoff. Did you see the format for the playoff? oh the twelve team? Yeah, did you wow, see? Wow, yeah. See? Friday, they're, they're going to be Friday, right. one game, three on Saturday. These are going to be on December 20th and 21st. So you have one game Friday, the uh, the 20th, and three games on the 21st. And then you got the quarterfinals, which will be on Friday, New Year's Eve. There'll be right, one right. game. And no then game three, Saturday. Yeah, and then three on New Year's Day. Yes, yeah, all on is, New Year's Day. Yeah, New Year's oh, Day. Oh, cool. Yeah, so they got New Year's Day back to being like the key day of football. Chris, so, I know you really like that. So there's the four, top four will get a bye, right? Uh yeah. yeah, top four will get a bye. Then yeah, like, then you have four five, games, four five, games, 12, and six, then yes, and then six, the semis uh, on the ninth oh, and the tenth Thursday That's and Friday, cool. and then the championship though still on a stupid Chris, Monday. Isn't that great? It's awesome. I can't wait. <laughs> now, now and, and then I think it's all the, about the money, right? Sure. On, on that one of what these, isn't <laughs> everything? You're right. Everything is. Yeah, you got you got a lot to look forward to there. So, <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that does it for us here on Better's Last Stand. As I said, we'll be back here in a couple of weeks. But be sure and follow all of our content at the Pioneer Podcast. And check out our BLS Twitter. We'll have all the pics on there, all the stuff on Instagram as well. Uh, guys, any parting thoughts before we take a couple weeks off? No, enjoy your vacation, Matt. You're well, de- well yeah. deserved. I hope they hold the fort down at the casino. I hope <laughs> Champ's okay without yeah, you. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to get some extra money brought in. We'll for miss him. you at the vets and miss you on the show. And on uh, I'll be back before you know it. On our, yeah, boy, you're right. Too and I'll, will be, I'll be checking in there regularly. Well, I tell on the you, show, who's so. going to miss you the most is probably Mark McLaughlin if we don't have any Sunday Oh, yeah, no more geez, payouts. Bro. No, no, you guys, you guys can still do them. I'll, oh, yeah, I'll make I'll, Ace and uh, – I'll, I'll do them. Yeah, because I'll – $250 that guy's yeah, won. Ace and Champ can Yeah, but he'll buy drinks, though. Oh, no, he will. He will. Well, well, good for him. His son usually watches the show, so Brad, thanks for checking us out. We'll, uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. As I said, we'll have all the content up, so you can catch all of our stuff. Be sure and check us out on the radio seven hours a week. Uh, I'll be I'll be checking in. Chris will be checking in. We'll have all the regulars, Roy C. and Dan and uh, Father Guido and all the buddies. So if you haven't listened to our radio show, uh, I encourage you to do so. Uh, you get sports and a whole lot of other stuff, so it's a it's a fun time every every day here on the Watchdog. And, and go buy clothing now. The yeah, summer line. Check out. out our new Pine Room Shop stuff. ThePineRoomShop.com. Be sure and check it out. Joe put a bunch of stuff on there. Can't yesterday. wait to get those slides. New garments, uh, all kinds of different Man, things for. I the, like uh, the swim trunks. Those yeah. are sharp. I Chris, like those. Chris will be rocking the sw- yes. swim trunks <laughs> in a few weeks, no doubt. So, all right, that does it for us, for Matt, Coach, and Chris. Have a great weekend. Good luck in the Kentucky Derby. Hopefully we win you some money, and we will see you back here in a couple of weeks on Better's Last Stand. See ya. Bye. Good work, man.